Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wafu FM. It's time! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Christopher and Christopher Show. I'm Christopher with a... I don't have a C. Mm. Like a Congo C. <laughs> I get out. Yeah, I don't think there's any K films, unfortunately. So I'm just Chris with a normal K. Okay. We're doing another classic textbook yen review show. Yeah. We need to get like a Barry Norman-esque jingle. We do. Well, especially for these shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fact, I'll just use the old film music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in 95. Uh, beautiful, yeah? Beautiful, yeah? Um, any uh, personal momentums for you in 95? Momentums? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what I'm Mementos, talking about. Yes, memories? Memories. Um, <laughs> fuck knows. What even happened in 95? I can't remember. Was what, did we leave school that year? don't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was first year of high school. Was this? Was this? Or, or was, was that, that 94? 94. 94. No, it was 94. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just starting to become like self-hating, depressed motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. around this point, <laughs> fucking Boston that we went to. Yeah, definitely. Uh, only thing I remember is I got my first guitar in '85. Did you? Personal memory. Yeah. Back began my yeah. career of rock. I guess I was would have been playing a lot of PlayStation around now. Yeah, it was PlayStation here, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, I think it did it come out in '93, '94 or something. But obviously we didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. A few years after. And then not long after that, everyone's getting them. Chipped from some dodgy bugger, getting copied games in it all, you know. Get, ringing them on the... <laughs> I, I always love that, like, school kids ringing them and stuff. Some guy <laughs> just regretting giving <laughs> his number to someone. Hey, you got Tekken 3! Yeah. Fuck yeah, off, right. man. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get cracking with 1995. Yes. Shall we start with Action? Because there's a lot of them. It, it was the year of action. It was a big action, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we'll just go through it in the, the list. This isn't an order of release or, you no, know... Alphabeticals, just... Bit, yeah, just a jumble. Um, but how was your feelings on Bad Boys? I liked Bad Boys at the time. Mm. And it was Michael Bay's first film, so mm. no one saw the name of Michael Bay film and went, hey, yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> yet. <laughs> the eye-rolling hadn't commenced. Yeah, when did that... That probably started with Pearl Harbor, didn't it? Probably. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't remember there being that much about, like, uh, about Armageddon. I mean, people thought it was stupid. Yeah, yeah, because it was. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, it, it was one of those summer films that did do really well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I've never seen Armageddon. I know it's not this year, but who cares? I've never seen Armageddon at the time. Really enjoying it. Mm? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I got a bit teary at the end. Been really relevant to your family with your dad working on the radio. Oh yeah, well. my dad was like, "Fuck Superman! Fuck girlfriend! I you do that." Getting all like passionate then yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that. What is it? This bit where did they like, have they like hitting golf balls at Greenpeace or something? Is that that yeah. song? 
Uh, oh, I think there's something else. I know there's a bit when he's running around with a shotgun it's and stuff. It's that bit he thought was fucking ridiculous, yeah. which it fucking is. You don't have to work on oil rig to know that. Yeah, like, you're literally on a platform full of explosive, like, yeah. materials. Uh, and of course, know. just the plot of, like, let's hire uh, oil riggers, train them to be astronauts, to go, like, no, you yeah. do it the other way around. Right? <laughs> yeah, you, you'd get astronauts. And, like, and everyone short. at NASA was like, nah, it sounds too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking oil it. Oh, nah, them drills. No, no, nah, too nah, complicated. We just handle rockets in there. <laughs> yeah, too. But yeah, anyway, bad boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bad boys. Um, yeah, I, I, there was there was a sequel, right? Yeah. Um, I everyone, think, say, everyone says the sequel's better. I'm I was going to say, I, I think I always remember the sequel, to be honest. When I'm, mm. when I'm thinking about bad boys, it's always a sequel. Yeah. So it's a bit hard for us to, like, cast my mind back. But mm. um, cool cast and stuff. Like... Um, uh, my, is it my Thingy Lawrence? What's Martin called? Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, Martin Lawrence is really cool mm-hmm. and stuff, and, and Will Smith, obviously. It's just really funny. It was like the first fresh buddy cop movie in a while as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, it, you know, like, something that people always bang on about, you know, like, with Black Panther and stuff, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's always been films oh, course, with, black, yeah. with black stars yeah, and I think stuff. it's just the superhero thing people... Uh, they last, are, don't they? Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, which is totally fair enough. And yeah, then again, true. though, people always forget about Blade. Poor Wes, Wes, he's nice yeah. sitting there going, how upset. Yeah, Blade, yeah, yeah, like, that's a superhero, marvel film. I, I, you know what, I bet the mainstream don't even realise it's a Marvel no, film, probably. Blade. To be honest, I keep waiting for them to like maybe announce they're going to re- reboot Blade. Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm extremely surprised. Especially considering now Blade. the success of like something like Deadpool, which mm-hmm. proves you can be like over the top violent and still mm-hmm. make a lot of money. So maybe it's a testament to the strength of Blade. To be honest, yeah, that, that they don't want to approach first one, it. First yeah, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the others don't exist. They're fine films. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah I enjoy, I'd like to watch Bad Boys again, actually. It's been years since I've seen it, but I do yeah. remember at the time really enjoying it, though. Yeah. And films like that, we always enjoy, like, Little Weapon and yeah, stuff. You can't be the good. Yeah. Even shit buttercup movies are like Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. You know. Like, Cuffs. Hey. <laughs> How dare you? Cuffs! You're fired. <laughs> How dare I intimate that Cuffs is a shit film? <laughs> Uh, also, uh, speaking of cop movies, totally different. Wild Heat, but we discussed before and we realised neither of us have actually seen it. No, yeah, th- there are certain films that like I probably should have seen. Yeah, and Heat definitely falls into that category. Yeah, I said, but... I, a couple of years ago, I was like, I need to see Heat for God's yeah. sake, man. And I bought it, and for the past four months, I've decided I'm going to watch it again. It's sat next to me telly for four mm-hmm. months, and I'm like, I watch that. <laughs> I feel Heat, though, will be one of those films that when I watch it, I'll have, like, a weird feeling. You know, like, when you watch Dirty Harry, and because it's been, like, mm. used so much and referenced. Because, like, you know, like, isn't, like, the end of Grand Theft Auto Five and stuff is basically Heat yeah. and stuff and that. Like, I think Heat's one of them films that there's probably loads in it that are, like, that's being ripped, ripped off. off to shit now. And plus, I'm pretty sure a lot of lines from that soundboard, once again, from, yeah. from Heat. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be, like, a weird feeling watching that film, like, oh, I totally recognise yeah. this. <laughs> but I will get around to watching it. Yeah, definitely. It's just, it's a big, fucking hefty film. It's, like, three hours. I think yeah. it's over three hours, actually. Yeah, pretty serious subject matter and stuff. Uh, we've got some historical epics now, though. There's kind of fit in action as well. We've got Braveheart. Which mm. is a good film. Historically inaccurate, historically accurate, no. Yeah, it's, it's a film that's like heavily lampooned now for that sort of shit. Like, yeah. it's inaccuracy. And but like, to be fair, I don't really think that's fair to have a go at just Braveheart. Every historical yeah. film, is, it's just all creative license, isn't it? How yeah. come we'll make this more interesting for the big screen? I think, like, films nowadays should, if they're not doing it, but, like, just you know, wear the heart and sleeve a bit more and be like, listen, like, you know, like Dunkirk kind of had the same thing recently. Yeah. People were like, oh, the boats and stuff. <laughs> but like, 
Yeah, oh, there weren't there weren't the diesel two liter engines, you know, like worrying about the mi- most minute stuff. Yeah, yeah. But maybe they should just say straight off, listen, this is like a representation of the events, mm. but it's like a cinematic. I t- think story we just time. always assume that people know that. But yeah, but they pe- don't. They never don't, do. Because yeah. they go into the films, kind of like I want this to be fucking hundred percent accurate. Yeah, like and they sh- find out it's not, and they like kick off. Yeah, about it, yeah. So yeah, to be fair, yeah, you know. Braveheart does have its issues there, mm. but I guess you do have to overlook yeah, it. Yeah, but you just got to look. It's a film. It's a good film. Yeah, yeah. It's Mel good. Gibson's dodgy Scottish accent. So. <laughs> yeah, once again, you've got Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones, and then yeah. you've got bloody uh, an Australian doing a Scottish accent. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lay, but they should have just hired a Scotch person, like, to yeah. be fair. And plus, since all Mel Gibson was directing it, it would have given him more time to, like, oh, no, fucking hell, you did a good fucking job. Yeah. yeah it's definitely. not like the directing suffered because he was acting it as well. No. And Rob Roy, which I've never seen. No, me neither. I, I chucked, I just chucked it on the list because it's kind of like, I mean, without I've actually seen that, I'm assuming it's exactly the same as Braveheart in a way. Similar it's about thing. the Irish versus the English again, isn't mm. it? Uh, so, like, rather than the Scottish, it's about the Irish this time. <laughs> Two films uh, just betray the English as cunts. <laughs> the twats. Yeah. Um, but Liam Neeson. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah um, but it's just funny that, like, you know, we've talked about this a few times while while looking at years. Like, there's always a trend. Yep. There's always like the two big films that mm-hmm. are kind of similar. I mean, it's probably the, more, another one of those things again because they're so massive. It's not like one copied the other. No, they've just both been in development at the same time yeah. and come out the same year. Kind of aligned at the same time. It's strange when yeah. that happens, isn't it? Yeah. But some real action. No, oh, yes, onward proper proper film. Proper action film. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat. Oh yes, we've t- we've done a whole show on this, folks. If you want to hear our thoughts, proper thoughts about Mortal Kombat, uh, fucking three years ago. Which yeah, is, which yeah. is scary. We're still there. Yeah, but yeah, it's fun. Mortal Kombat, man. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think we for us, it, it's it's a nostalgic film oh, yeah. more than anything. I think anyone that picks it up now and watches it fresh would probably be like, what's yeah. this shit? <laughs> what's this cheap shit? <laughs> yeah. So you know, fair dues. Um, but. It, I think I said this the other day, like, the thing that that's special about Mortal Kombat is, like, it's actually a video game movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't try to, like, just take the concept and do its own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for all the, like, Super Mario Brothers and stuff, it fucking was not representative yeah. of, of Mario Brothers at all. It's just the characters have the same name. Yeah. That's about it, really. Um, but, you know, like, Resident Evil, mm-hmm. uh, all these video game movies that kind of end up just going on their own tangent. And the fucked up thing about Resident Evil is... That's not a, a story where they thought, now nah, it wouldn't work as a film. It's like a cinematic game. It's, a f- it's set in a fucking a big-ass mansion full of monsters. Yeah. That's a film. Yeah. Like, but that was the point in the game. They, yeah. were, they were trying to make a it zombie film. cinematic. Yeah. So, like, yeah, to, to then veer straight Man, away I can understand it. Mario Brothers. How can you do that if it's not going to be an animated yeah, movie like, or just, something? Just some fat Italian guy walking along stomping and, and on Goombas. And his skinny brother stomping on turtles. Yeah. That would be, be like Cannibal Holocaust or something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Why not? In, Italians in, killing turtles. In the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, uh, yeah they get off their note on drugs and just go off and stomp on a bunch of turtles. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so fair dues. But, um, no, Mortal Kombat, though, that... They, they give you what you wanted. It was like Enter the Dragon tournament, which is what Mortal Kombat the game was based yeah, it was on. A fantastic Enter the Dragon, yeah. Um, and you had all the characters represented, and they, they didn't go off a tangent. No. That Shang Tsung was Shang Tsung, Sub Zero was Sub Zero. Yep. So, and I think for that reason, it, I appreciate the film for for just giving the fans what they wanted. Yeah. And the action's pretty decent. Yeah. Well, for the for the time. Yeah. In America, the action's yeah, really definitely. good. Well, Rob, Robin Chu did like an amazing job. Yeah. Like sort of having to like work in westernised sort of mm. setting and stuff. 
and Keith 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 Cook, Cook as well, yeah. playing uh, Reptile. Yeah. So some pretty uh, like big names from Hong Kong and stuff, yeah. isn't it? Of course, your favourite character, Kano. Oh, darling, <laughs> did you miss me? Did you miss me? Moi. Moi. Yeah. That's so that's it for Mortal Kombat, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll listen to the show. Yeah, go listen to the old show. Uh, probably the biggest, most critic, critically panned and, like... Polarising and... It's like, I was going to say flop, but it's, it's technically a flop because of, it didn't make it's five times its money back. Yeah. But Waterworlds, of course, 95. Uh, mm. I saw this about three times in the cinema, though. Yeah. I liked this. It. Yeah. It's Mad Max and Water. It's Mad Max and Water. And, like... Yeah, it's a film that was made for certain people, like, I guess, yeah. but, um, yeah, it was great. Kevin Costner at his best, to yeah. be honest, like, for and me. And some people would say Kevin Costner at his worst, and I'm like, no. Nope. Yeah, ironically, yeah. yeah. Um, simple story, um, fantastical world, really well done. Good mm. humour, uh, great action The only pieces. problem is it was probably fucking really over-ambitious for, its, for the time. Yeah. That's the only yeah. problem with it, really. I mean, part of the problem, like, I mean, I know this is... Trivia, if you're a movie fan, everyone knows this, but the the big set that they built, and it yeah. didn't, like, blow away during a crazy storm. <laughs> I think so, yeah. The, the murder, mu- it was basically, like, an entire, sh- like, ramshackle town that floated on the water, and they built it at cost of, like, 20 million or something, mm-hmm. and there was a massive storm that just destroyed, slash made the entire set blow away. So, it was... Things like that that caused the the just money to spiral out of control. Yeah, because we just looked out of curiosity before, and the budget was 172 million. And I'm guessing that's adjusted for today. Yeah, it's it's mad by today's standard. That's an expensive movie. Yeah. So in 1995, yeah, that's crazy. Because compared it to Avatar, and Avatar was 260 or something. So yeah. Christ, that's yeah. that's is that still the most expensive film ever made? Avatar? No, no, no. I don't think one so. of the Marvel ones, probably. Because well, that stupid fucking. Batman vs Superman and stuff. Cost, oh yeah, cost that was like three hundred million. Yeah, it? so I don't know what is the current most expensive, but it'll be one of the superhero movies. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Yeah, but what else? But what about Dennis Hopper's amazing, isn't it? Um, yeah, you can't beat him as a bad awesome guy. Awesome bad guy. Um, I just I like the dynamic though, like with uh, Kevin Costner that he's like he's a twat you know he's an anti-hero oh yeah he's, he's pretty much Mad, like Mad yeah, Max 2 yeah. Mad Max yeah. and I, I loved all that like with the kid and stuff and that and how mm. she's like you know she's dead cute and how would you not want to save her yeah. but like initially he's like <laughs> yeah, he's like whatever and stuff um, he's like I'm too busy drinking my own piss yeah <laughs> <laughs> a bit everyone always remembers yeah piss. <laughs> well, you gotta do what you gotta do yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah Hopper uh Excellent, and it just cheesing it up, having a fun time. And he just looks like, well, not really. I was going to say an anime film, but all the anime is basically aped Mad Max. Yeah, but you yeah. know, he's got the bald head, the big eye patch, and stuff. Yeah, it's, everyone's got shoulder pads and mm. leathers and stuff. It's one of the weird things about that, like Jack Black's an extra in it. Yeah, he is. He's the the pilot yeah. flying the airplane. Yeah, crazy. yeah, like extremely young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Class Waterworld, completed. I'll have to seek it out and buy it. I was going to say, guess. it's been a long time since I've seen yeah. it. Probably not, probably like the first time it was on telly, or mm. maybe I rented it, but I can't say I've seen it since probably like 96, mm. 97, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, next next big film on the list. Batman Forever. Mm, Batman film. How do you feel about Batman Forever? I loved it at the time. Mm. As an adult? No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing it, the Waller had a preview screen on, I think it was like two days before it came out, and it was fucking jam-packed. Mm. One of the few times I remember going to the Waller and being like, fuck, why yeah. is it busy? But, yeah, it is bad. And it was a great atmosphere, but I think I saw it like three times in the cinema, 
and then I rented it the day it came out on video and half an hour in I went oh I'm bored and I couldn't I, that was probably the last time I watched it <laughs> it's never went back to it nah yeah I think I watched it recently uh, when I bought the box set ultra cheap with like all of them in mm-hmm. um, and it's it's definitely not a film that's aged well like no. it, it's like because I think I watched them like you know back to back obviously I think I, I went through like an, a few nights where I watched Batman Batman Returns and like the drop in quality slaps you in the face and plus total uh, change in tone as yeah, well yeah and the yeah. tone yeah and, and the acting and stuff and it's very suddenly comic booky camp yeah, yeah camp and but like in just a very very jarring way it's better than Batman yeah. and Robin though yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like some um, people like to lump them together, but mm. no, that's not fair. Yeah, because yeah. uh, like I thought, Jim Carrey did a, a decent job. He was good casting at the time, a good idea. It almost feels like they made that film just because someone went at some point. Jim Carrey would make an awesome riddle, and they went right the script. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. um, I even think to an extent, like Two Face, like Tommy Lee Tommy Jones, Jones good, good yeah. casting yeah. for all like. I mean, he did cam it up, and he, he had fun with it. He wasn't just, like, stoked as fuck, no. Tommy Lee Jones. Um, I thought maybe there was a better performance in the film that he, he could have gave, mm-hmm. you know, with the right direction and Yeah, like, whatever. can you imagine, like, Tommy Lee Jones in a more subdued Batman film as Two-Face? Yeah, that's he'd be, what I mean. He'd be, be fucking terrified. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Schumacher kind of fucking killed it, really. Like, mm-hmm. um, I wonder if that was his choice, or just Warner Brothers were like Batman Returns was too dark and wanted like lighten it up a bit I'm, I'm sure I remember hearing once it's not true but it made, someone made a good point that like Batman Forever isn't a sequel to Batman Returns it's literally just a new a new film it's like but reboot. I, th- I think it is yeah. though reboots before reboots because they do mention um, they do reference bits from Batman Returns and Batman yeah I'm pretty but sure but you could easily look at it as a reboot yeah yeah well you know like new Batman and, yeah. yeah it's so different tone wise and yeah. stuff but what do you think of Al Kilmer's Batman though? Um, yeah it didn't really bother us really no. um, I thought he made an alright um, Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. at, at things um, I think it, it's hard to look past the dodgy suit like I guess the bat nipples and all that although was that Batman and Robin uh, it, I think <laughs> it, it does exactly what it does and like well, both of them, like, he starts off with pretty much the Batman Returns suit. Yeah. And then by the end, they all get new suits. Yeah. I think. That's yeah. Because I know Batman Forever does that. He's got that awful gaudy silver and black one at the end. Ah, uh, that's Batman right, Robin, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously this film introduced Robin, which was a big thing. I was well excited the, about that. Because I remember Batman. reading before Batman Returns that, like, Michael G. Michael Fox, Fox is going to be Robin. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. To be fair, Metal J. Fox. <laughs> so people were just like, "Who's a young short actor?" Metal J. Fox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because these are like this was obviously before the days of like Marvel and where everything was possible, and you got to see, you know, just yeah. um, the mere thought of a film that introduced more characters was mind blown. Like yeah. fucking hell, we might see like they've already done Joker and Penguin, so we might see somebody else. Mm-hmm. It was like Riddler was on on the cards, really. So I think that's why like Batman Forever was quite a big event. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like the new Batman film, because you got two more villains and a new super, a new yeah. hero like the side. It was like thing. a lot of firsts, yeah. wasn't it? Really. So, um, but yeah, like watching it as an adult, Christ, films mess like yeah, pretty pretty grim. <laughs> it's, it's I think these days it's good to have those films. Like if you have kids and you want to introduce them to Batman, but obviously you don't want to show them fucking Batman Begins yeah. or Tim Burton's Batman. So you go, I'll start with Batman yeah. forever. See what he thinks of that. <laughs> Just chuck him straight in. Batman, yeah. Batman <laughs> Begins are like that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was it 
what was it? I'm sure that's happened to me recently where I went to see like it was one of these type films and like kids were there in the audience. You said it was Civil War. Was it, yeah, I think it was Civil you War. Said yeah. they were just wandering around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, less, like these superhero films should be partly M for kids, yeah. but some of them do get a little bit serious at times. Yeah. Like. Uh, Goldeneye. Yeah, is that. I tell you what, what a year though. What a year, know, Chris. You had a Bond film, a Batman film, yeah. a fucking new Die Hard Mortal film, Kombat. Under Siege 2. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah GoldenEye. It, it, it reboot, I guess you could call it, GoldenEye, of James Bond. Yeah, the start of the Brosnan era, yeah, on it? Yeah. yeah, first Pierce Brosnan. After uh, Sing the Jig, kind of. Dalton, poor Dalton. Yeah, Timothy Dalton. Uh, the films become a little bit serious. I guess with Dalton. Yeah. And, like, maybe too serious. Which, to be fair, they probably needed at that point. It was a reaction after, like, Roger Moore and stuff yeah. on it. It was like, whoa, like, Roger Moore's all like, ooh, swan <laughs> whistles and stuff. <laughs> it got a bit campy. Just a bit. So, as an overreaction, they swung towards, like, you know, people getting stabbed and stuff and killed yeah. and all sorts. And then, as a reaction to that, they kind of swung back towards... It's, it's, more, it's, it's more serious, uh, GoldenEye, but it's not, like... Casino Royale it's, yeah, or something. It's just, no, it's just more a little bit more tongue-in-cheek yeah. and things. Yeah. yeah. Um, whether that was Pierce Brosnan effect on it mm. or whether it was just the, the intentional direction they wanted the film to yeah, go. It's more, it's more like Sean Connery. Yeah. I would yeah. say. It's still got your one-liners, but it's yeah. not too overly violent no. or anything. But to be honest, I didn't see GoldenEye for years. Did you not? No, nah, for mm. some reason, when I was a kid, I heard it was... I, I must have heard from someone that it wasn't... It was boring mm. or it wasn't that good. And I went, I'll see it if I jack. Yeah. Pretty... It took like 10 years to see Just it. Or it yeah, yeah, but I fucking loved it when I saw it. Yeah, it's a good film. Um, it's very, very 90s. You know, well, credit. I mean, I've not seen it for a while, but I seem to remember when I watched it, it did feel very like. Ugh. Slapped in the face. <laughs> yeah, a bit, che- bit cheaply, like cheaper than I remember. <laughs> Um, You've just got a problem with the nineties, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, film opening with Sean Bean and stuff as yeah, well. Franklin yeah. James. Mm. Um, and I guess we can't not mention the video game. Yeah, we're just playing on it before. Yeah, the N64 video game. Classic game, yeah. Um, and I think, personally for me, that's why GoldenEye sticks out so much for me. I think it does for a lot of people, too, especially our age, you played game. the game, yeah. Yeah, because without the game, it, it probably would just be like another Bond film. Because I, I like Bond, mm. but I'm not like wearing tuxedos and I've got like, you know, Walter PPK replicas or anything. <laughs> I'm not like a... a, a I wouldn't say I'm like a fan of Bond films. No, me either. I, I just like them. Loved Bond when I was like yeah. seven or eight. Yeah, but grew out of it kind of. Um, but yeah, so GoldenEye would have just been another Bond film, but mm. because of the video game, it's like it's always the one that jumps out at us. Yeah, I think amongst Bond fans, though, it's quite highly regarded as one of the better ones. And yeah. I would probably say that as well, even though it's yeah. been a long time since I've seen it. But it was it's the best Brosnan one. Yeah, well, it's very it's very. Bondy, like, classic Bond. Yeah, yeah you know they've got the babes. You've got the secret base. Mm. You've got the maniacal like guy and mm. stuff. It, it sort of does everything really. You've got a like, bit of a twist with Sean Bean's character. Yeah, um, and uh, Brosnan was a good Bond. He was great. Yeah. Like, he was. You know. He looked. If you know, he's one of the people you do immediately think of when you think of Bond. Yeah, yeah definitely. Which is weird, it's like Daniel Craig's been Bond how long now? And it's, he still doesn't pop to the front of my head when no, I think Bond. Even no, though I do like him as Bond. Yeah. Some people fucking hate Daniel Craig as Bond. Yeah, well, you know, the, I suppose the diehard fans, yeah. you know, they, they wouldn't be able to get over the fact he's got blonde hair and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. he's more muscular and yeah. he's, he's more of a, like, uh, punch punch the problem than sort of outthink it and stuff. Yeah, smash someone's head off a sink <laughs> yeah. type of guy. <laughs> yeah, so, but no, I, I don't have any problem with the new Bond. No, me either. Mm. 
Power Rangers. Yeah, let's let's divert a little bit from from that film. Power Rangers, the Mighty movie. Morphin Power mm. Rangers, to give it its full title. Um, you were quite. Hate I like the Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, Jamie, and uh, Wigan, <coughs> proper <coughs> fucking first in line at the Waller and that. Yeah. And I enjoyed it at the time because I enjoyed the series at the yeah, time. It was yeah. just bizarre though. It was one of those because the TV series is not a high budget TV series. Mm. It's very, you know, it has that soft 90s look and just yeah. all of a sudden seeing them on like a fucking cinema screen, it looks much nicer. Yeah. It was strange. Like the lighting alone and stuff. Yeah. I always think that when you see a TV series transition to a movie, I'm always like, fuck the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> it it's looks like, proper. <laughs> they've like managed to hire an actual like DP and stuff yeah. and that. Who's like, no, no, you don't light it from above <laughs> and stuff. Uh, it's like, because I think Star Trek always did that. Like yeah, I when I watched Next Gen, when I watched when I went to see like the movie gen- uh, Generations I was like fuck it out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah a vital powering just considering yeah. how like light and frothy the TV series was because yeah. it's totally it's fairly dark there's a lot of humour in it mm. but I think like the colour palette and stuff's quite yeah. dark it's isn't a bit, it? more, bit more grim yeah. feeling than yeah. there. the only problem with it is it's like it, they made it just after they changed like the original cast so it's not the original it's, it's not like, like a few of them but not the original yeah, it's like totally red in it yeah. The guy, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. always stuck around, but it was like red and black and yellow were different. Mm. Like different it was just after the change, so And obviously introduced a new villain as well, which is Oh that Ivan Ooze. Yeah, which was probably a mistake, maybe. Oh apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah saying, oh god, he looks at like the guy from the fucking Power Rangers movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. hey, you know who plays Ivan Ooze as well? Mm, vaguely it's, it's the guy who plays Belloc in Indiana Jones. Yeah. I was like, what I was the gonna fuck? say, I have seen this because I yeah. think I watched. Uh, I was shocked when I found out. I watched the video game nerds like videos yeah. of it recently. Yeah, I think so, he talks about so it. You can't recognise me at all. Mm. And it's good makeup as well. Yeah. I think like the other oh, the like Zed and shit from the series are in it as Briefly, well. Briefly at the start, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go back and see that again. Actually, mm. I do remember. I loved the like. Obviously, they couldn't have them running around in cheap spandex for the movie, so they gave them like body armor and stuff. Well, yeah, and like. Because I, I wasn't... I didn't dislike the Power Rangers. Because I, I, I always liked stuff for martial arts and yeah. stuff. But I, I never, like, religiously watched it or anything. Or, or even, like, watched it regularly, to be yeah. honest. But I do remember always being, like, keenly interested when I first saw, like, the posters and stuff. Yeah. And, like, just the teaser stuff with, like, the, the body armour and that. I thought, fuck, that yeah. looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, though, because at the time... I would have been, like, what? 12? Hmm around the time watching Power Rangers yeah. and I was kind of I felt I was too old to watch it and I think yeah. back now and go you were fucking 12 yeah it's a funny series that yeah I think I had memory of that as well like yeah. Earth for Kids yeah because but I think because Jamie liked it he's five years younger than yeah. I was so at the yeah. time he was just a kid mm. and I was thinking am I too old to be watching this and then like Wickham liked it and I was like alright you like it so we're alright yeah. I've got someone else I can talk about it with just that weird age when we're like, yeah. Because I remember around then being uncomfortable buying action figures and stuff. Yeah. And then you got like eighteen, you were like, buy an action figure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just like I'm over that jump. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, at that time I was all like, I'm an adult now. Yeah, yeah so. but I should be going to buying cans of Lynx Africa. Yeah. Well, it's, it's peer pressure, isn't it? I yeah, totally, it's like yeah. this weird thing that like you should get into cars or something. Yeah, or, so much shit. Yeah, football or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, more martial arts shenanigans the Fist of North Star movie mm. starring Mr. Gary Daniels yeah did we do this on the show or did we no, do I think with Crying Freeman we did Crying Freeman I think we've yeah. talked about doing another one and yeah. doing like uh, Fist of North Star we should do I mean 
it's not bad in terms of it being representative of the no not at all really because I saw the, the film first because the anime was not easily accessible over here at all yeah. like, well you, you could get the, the film animated yeah. film but the series no so I saw that and then a couple of years later I saw like the first 10 episodes of the series and went shit it's actually quite accurate yeah yeah. so that's what I mean like, it's, it's not bad actually no. in terms of representing it um, visually for the budget it looks really mm-hmm. nice is it, from memory is it very Australian does it feel um, Australian? Is, am I thinking of the right film? Well, you've got like people... Gary Daniels, who's British, playing yeah. a Japanese guy, and I think maybe he's the villain. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I just in the back of my head, I just feel like there's... it's just. I think honestly, it's because it's fucking like Malcolm McDowell's in it. Yeah, like it's, multi, a weird, it's a weird, multi, weird cast. cast yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I never really liked the. Well, it's not no fault of their own. Like you know, a white guy run around called Kenshiro. It's weird, yeah. but you've got to. You know, mm. if you're gonna if you want it to match the, how the anime looks, you're gonna have to cast a guy who looks like Gary Daniels, who's like six foot odd and built like a brick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, um, I suppose it's like whitewashing, isn't it? An early form of whitewashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that the film got made. If you think about I it, know. like, yeah, it was like past like the fascination with post-apocalyptic stuff. Yeah, like manga was always popular, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't a mainstream thing. Yeah. yeah, so like, but that's the thing. I guess they just saw the idea and went, "That would make a great action film." Mm, so, I guess a lot. This is the era when shit like this happened, like the Crow and stuff. Yeah, where you just got surprises. Yeah, yeah. films were just made. Yeah. It's a shame, like, because there's a, the DVDs. Like, I think I'm not sure if it's with the director, it's with Gary Daniels and someone else. Mm. And it's a shame because Gary Daniels, like, he's not. He, points out flaws in the film left, right and centre. Yeah. Like how the, like, there's one fight he always has a problem with and when you see it, you're like, I don't blame him. He comes mm. in a, a front door of this big place and the fight's all shot from like, there, like mm. in front of the door. So it's like a sitcom. Yeah. And he's like, there's no dynamic to the fight. People are just walking in and battering them and like, he says, I would film it totally differently. Mm. And he says he would love to do a sequel with like, way more money and have them like, you know, like punching buildings down and throwing tanks at people. And I was like, that would be Because that's <laughs> the only problem. You can't replicate the fighting style in a film. Like back then, yeah, you back couldn't. Back then, yeah. Yeah, before CGI was a thing. Yeah. And it was accessible to yeah. lower... Because obviously uh, the anime is like just touching people and the heads are exploding. And mm. you get like one scene of that right at the start. Yeah. And it's the guy turns around his jaws at one side. Isn't there a guy who's like heads held together as well in that film? Yeah. Like, yeah. He like straps it up or something. It's Chris Penn, I think, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose off the back of that, we may as well just mention Crying Freeman, which we already touched on as well. Which yeah, that's another same, one. When, yeah. when you go, when we went back and rewatched it, we were like, "Shit, I forgot it was this close to the." It's like basically a film version of the first mm-hmm. episode of the mm-hmm. anime. Yeah, I suppose you, you did get some surprises. Although a lot of the time in Hollywood, they, they go off on a tangent. Mm. Sometimes they do actually just stick to the yeah, source depends who's like, producing it yeah. and making it. Yeah, because yeah. obviously whoever decided to produce that was a fan of the fucking anime. Yeah. Because there's not that much that's different about. It. Obviously, that the elongates some bits. Yeah, but it was spot on. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that was the one we did show on, I guess. Yeah, yeah. we did uh, Guyver and Crime Freeman. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, so, yeah. I should probably just say check out that show then. It was a while ago. <laughs> that. that that was yeah. like in the early. That was Waffle FM still then. Mm. Christ, I've been doing this shit now for six years. That's Christ. terrifying. <laughs> 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 uh, Diode Three. Diane 3 we're both uh, well I've professed my love for Diane 3 you fucking didn't like Jeremy Irons for some reason you weirdo <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Jeremy Irons in anything else <laughs> that's it yeah but you like him in Diane 3 yeah. not even like him no I do actually I do like him not I even just, Dungeons and Dragons not, <laughs> I don't go that far uh, time, tr- time Machine and stuff whatever he's in he's in that yeah, yeah I just think he's a bit like schmaltzy and like that's, oh, why, that's yeah. why I like him though <laughs> yeah um 
No, he's cruel and diehard with vengeance. Yeah, like, he's uh, yeah, you can't you can't deny. He's that. the highlight of the film. Mm. Like if yeah, it wasn't him playing that character, it wouldn't yeah. be as good. But I think we've probably talked about this. It, I mean, it, it feels like it comes up every yeah, other fucking show for some <laughs> reason. Where I was talking about Die Hard Three, <laughs> Die Hard I think on the show where Die Hard Two came up, we just talked about how much better Die Hard Three was. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, it took the series in a bold direction and, hmm. and things, and like it gave them like it was more of a buddy cop film, really. Yeah, because Sam um, Jackson comes in, yeah, really, yeah. Um, and it ties neatly to the first film. Mm-hmm. Uh, with them being like the brother of Hans and stuff, yeah. Um, but then it swerves you because it's not doing what you think it's going to. It's not just like a straight up revenge nah. film. Essentially, the revenge is like a a decoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, he's, he's just a greedy bastard who's trying to steal gold. Yeah. Basically, um, yeah. It's a it's a great film. It's a film that the more I've watched, grown up, the the more I like it. Mm-hmm. Where I think I think you would agree, like definitely. It didn't like it certainly not as much as the first one. Uh, like I don't know, I really liked it at the time. Did you like yeah. straight away? Yeah, because I saw it a couple of times at the cinema. See, really I was kind it. of put it like lower down on mm. the list. I, personally, I, I, I probably would say Die Hard one, two, three in that order when I was younger. Yeah, but probably now like Die Hard one. Yeah, because two was two. the one I was never that keen on. Uh, see, I liked it because of the. I don't know, more of the same and the airport stuff. Mm. And I mean, I like it now. Yeah. I eventually grew to like it, yeah. but at the time I was like, wasn't that keen? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I think now as well, it, two does feel odd because of one and three are one story when you think about it. Mm. So two feels like, like the, the dodgy sequel. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's cracking dire through. Yeah. Should maybe one name, you know, do a fucking, just review the whole trilogy. Yeah, not the quintet. Is it five at the stage? Yeah, what the fuck is it now? Yeah, I've lost track. Five, six. It's six, definitely six. more. It's definitely five. Was, or yeah, at least. five. Yeah, they didn't do. They were going to do. Remember, they, were, they announced that prequel. But it was going to be about young John McClane. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so glad that never happened. <laughs> like, who wants to see that, Nobody, man? nobody. Meeting his wife and stuff and that. Oh, oh Jesus. They should make a TV series. Yeah, if they could. They should make a fucking Netflix series or something. <laughs> yeah. They're chucking money boot lately. <laughs> yeah. um, Desperado. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez, Antonio Banderas and Sam Hayek looking lovely. <laughs> yes, as always. Uh, never seen Desperado, I don't think. You've not seen it? No, I don't think you'd, so. You'd like it. Yeah. It's essentially a, like a Mexican John Woo film. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, at least I don't think. Oh, maybe it's, I don't know. It's one of them films that I, I'm familiar with it, but mm. whether I've seen it on TV, great action yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Assassins. I haven't seen Assassins. Speaking of Antonio Banderas, I see that. I guess we'll flip it around. Mm. Yeah, I've definitely seen Assassins. I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> I went through a phase a couple of years ago. I'm going. I'm going to buy all the Stallone films I haven't seen, mm. but I still am going to watch an Assassins. No, it's, it's a good film. It, it like I always remember. There's cool stuff in it that you like, assassiny stuff that they explore. Like things like there's a line in the film when he says about you, you never shoot, never go for the headshot. Mm. You always go for like a chest shot because mm. the headshot's like a small area. And if you if you're assassinating somebody, you shoot in the chest and you shoot twice to make sure you kill them and mm. things. I don't know. It always has like quite an authentic feel about yeah. it. Like they researched the film or something and mm. spoke to guys in the SAS or something. It's the yeah. fucking um, Wachowski's in it. They wrote that. God, is it? I think yeah. it's their first like film that got made before, before the Matrix. they went yeah. up their own ass. Yeah, they made <laughs> fucking speed racer and shit and got sex changes. <laughs> crazy boss. Not, not I mean, wrong with it. Got a problem with it. It's yeah. just crazy. You look at the fucking timeline of their careers it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely Matrix and everything. Yeah, um, yeah so, next film? Uh, Under Siege 2, 
Death Train. Oh, mm. is that what they call it? Under Siege 2. Dark Chocolate. <laughs> Dark Chocolate. Um, I, I'll be honest, I cannot remember I'm shit sad, about Under Siege I've seen, like, yeah. bits of it whenever it's on telly. Only that it is living the dream of a cliché yeah. of it being, like, set on a train. Yeah. You know, like, you get speed where it's on a bus and then it's on a cruise ship. Uh, under Siege, it's on a boat and then it's on a train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. Like, should maybe review it. Probably should for its ridiculousness. Yeah. yeah. Um, Judge Dredd, we did a show on this twice, remember? Uh, is that the one that we had to do all over? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Started again with Women. Yeah, that, that's that. what benchmark of technical difficulties for the show. <laughs> yeah, we recorded a whole show and then went, fuck! Yeah, yeah I'd do the whole thing again. <laughs> like, act out what yeah. we had said. Oh, it's terrible. We were all like, hey, Chris, I like this film. And I did too. <laughs> Did you like the bit with such and such? <laughs> we're like, oh, we've already said this. Um, yes, it can't go wrong. I mean, it's it's a shit film. Yeah. <laughs> but it's shit. Well, it's, shit, shit. The, it, it's, it's enjoyable. It's shit in the right way. Yeah. It does, um, you know, the classic thing of like, oh, Dread looks so cool. Take the fucking helmet off and just be Stallone for an yeah, hour and then put yeah. it back on right at the end. Yeah, it's, it's what what goes on right to today really you know, does, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it'll it's not the first time and it won't be the last time that we'll see a film like that and you know there'll be a film come up in the future at some point where he, there's a masked character and mm-hmm. he's taking his helmet like Boba Fett if they ever do a Boba Fett film yep. they'll cast like somebody that's like big in the moment mm-hmm. and then he'll have his helmet off the entire movie yeah. <laughs> he'll be like oh, put your helmet thing on thing is with Red though is you can still fucking tell it's Stallone. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not exactly. like it's not like something like a full face mask where it'd be like, well, what's the point? I'm coming to see this act. I can't see. Yeah. You can tell it's Stallone. Yeah, like the mouth alone. That's his gimmick, yeah. really, isn't it? Stallone's mouth. Yeah. So you can see his mouth. That's enough. Yeah. Uh, strange. Um, but yeah, I think the thing that's crazy about Dread is like how again, like some of the things they do in the films, really, like quite faithful. Yeah, the really. Angel Family, yeah. yeah, like they have the Angel Family that's fucked up. It's, yeah. it's such a like nod to the fans, mm-hmm. like the, one of the coolest groups of enemies in the, the yeah. in the universe. Um, but like you know, some of the like the cloning storyline, mm-hmm. the like Joseph Dread stuff, mm-hmm. it's all there and like the Lauren stuff. So yeah, not bad, and it it didn't portray Judge Dredd as being something different, you know, it, it did pretty stick to, to yeah. you know, the the idea of Dredd itself, so yeah. for that, yeah, fucking not bad. Yeah, I really enjoyed it at the time, yeah. and it was, when we reviewed it, I was surprised that it held up in some, like most, you know, like mm. I said, parts of, meh. Yeah. But uh, most of it held up. The fucking Angel Farm, you still look amazing. Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. yeah. I mean, Machine looks really yeah, cool yeah. and stuff with the dial on his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, shit film in a sort of camp, shit in a Mortal Kombat way, where it's kind of yeah. like, although probably not as bad as Mortal Kombat, like because they did spend probably way more money yeah, on yeah. and stuff. Um, but like guilty pleasure type film. I would like to so. hear the reaction of someone who saw Dread and then thought, "Oh, they made one in the nineties. I'll go back and check mm. that." Out. Like what they thought of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it, it'll probably. seem way camper, but it's not like going from Dark Knight to fucking Batman and Robin. Yeah, there's it? still like. Thematically, it's still the sort of still same the same idea. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Congo, your favorite mm. film? Stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for that scene alone. Yeah. That's I think that's the only bit yeah. I've ever seen. Um, <coughs> yeah, Congo, man, Christ, it's a film that gave me nightmares for years. Yeah, because for those who don't know, Chris is terrified of anything ape. Yeah, anything it, simian. Anything that's like ape-like and big enough to crush your head. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> although. 
it stops just before gorillas. I'm not that bothered about gorillas. Really? Yeah, but bother- yeah, ironically. That's fucking weird. It's more the little rabid ones. Yeah, like, like- I hate spider monkeys. <laughs> like, b- b- around the w- the area of baboon yeah. is like, I, d- I don't like those. To be fair, I'd probably, I'm would probably i probably more scared of baboons than gorillas. <laughs> yeah, well, I that's think what if I, could, if I put, really put me in I could probably outrun a gorilla. Yeah. I couldn't well, outrun a baboon. I, I, could, I could probably, like deal with a gorilla in terms because you know you know that like everyone's seen the films where you, you have to stand still and all that sort of mm. stuff and act calm I think as long as you, you show the gorilla a shit ton of respect mm. it won't crush your head in but a like baboon compliment its pants in this <laughs> yeah it's a, well you know just like not making eye contact bow your head and stuff yeah. I mean I it might still totally batter you but, might still rip your spleen out <laughs> in that, but, you know. but I think like baboons like yeah no so, uh, in like the gorillas in Congo are kind of like they're not not the normal gorillas. They're mm. like scabby, like smaller gorillas. So yeah, yeah it's creepy yeah. as fuck. It's a weird film though, Congo. Weird film. Mm. Like the cat. If you think about the cast, yeah, like, it's got Bruce Campbell in it. He's in the opening stuff. scene, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, and just fucking Tim Curry, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, every, uh, there's just so many actors in the film that you kind of vaguely recognise as well. Or forget the run. It's in one it of them films thing, yeah. where, like, you go, oh god, I he's in it, or they're in it, or yeah. Um, the, the the I don't know his name because I've not looked anything up with this film, but the the black guy that we mentioned, the the general guy who's like, yeah, yeah, he's like Delroy something. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's an actor. He's in he loads, time, yeah. loads of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that is so sketchy, that scene. Do you like some sesame cake? Oh, yes, thank you. Mr. Mocker. Mr. Mocker. He's like, why are you here? And then he's like, stop eating my sesame cake. Stop and he, like, smiles. Please. <laughs> stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> and every time I say that scene, I go, oh, I fancy a bit of sesame cake. I wonder what it's like. <laughs> yeah. It nice. does look amazing. It does. Yeah. No, Congo's a, a great... Uh, like guilty pleasure film as well. Yeah, I'd love to say it. I've always meant to say because I always remember you talking about it when we were kids, and I'd never saw it. Christ, yeah, yeah I'd I know. Have to say it, like, yeah, pick yeah, that up cheap. I was going to say pick it up cheap on Amazon. Kind of impossible now. Well, at least for the cheap we used to pay, you know, yeah, cheap like twenty, 20, 20 pence. And yeah, stuff, now yeah. if something for a penny, it's like I five pun post. <laughs> Fuck off. Get in the postage. Yeah. Uh, so next, Van Damage, sudden death. <sighs> sudden death, which we, we watched last time. You were there. I think it was, was this it? time last year. Yeah. Uh, uh, WrestleMania, we mm. had a, it was that great day of out for justice, sudden death, and double impact. Oh, oh that was a good what day. What a day! We just sat around like in the afternoon drinking beer and watching fucking awesome like, yeah, movies. Yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, sudden death's a good film. I love sudden death. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's formulaic as fuck. It's well, it, you know. but in a good way though. Again, it's like it doesn't you know if you want a film like that it's perfect yeah it doesn't try and stray. There's no surprises. Mm-hmm. It's it's a guy who's got kids and he's thrown into a situation but mm-hmm. he's prepared to deal with it yep. it never says in the film that he's like ex-SAS or anything he's ex-fireman is it? yeah so yeah. he's he's like a capable guy uh, well he's an ex-fireman and he also played hockey when he was younger yeah so, so it's because it's set in like during a hockey game yeah so it's not like he's like an army guy or anything but no. he's just a very capable person mm. basically that and like ass. every actor like around the, every actor star around this point has one of these films like a die hard because it's yeah. a die hard film yeah right? it is basically yeah yeah, yeah. Like Seagal had under siege, he had this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trying to think what Stallone, but yeah, I don't think then. Stallone had a Die Hard type movie, did he? I'm sure he did. He probably did. <laughs> if we look at the list, yeah, probably. probably oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love Sudden Death. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, we've not done like, a proper Van Damme show. No, we'll keep meaning to do. Don't yeah. we like do a Van Damme yeah, month we'll off show or something? Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. 
Uh, next, The Quick and the Dead, one of the Sam Raimi films I haven't seen. Which yeah, me neither, no. Been and been mean to say it for years, but... I think I just said I would put it on the list, mainly because, like, it's part of the, the big trend in the 90s was Western films. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like Tombstone. Unforgiven. Guns. Yeah, Wide Up. Yeah, yeah. so it's such a, a big thing, like, it died a death now, really, Western. Well, I don't know, past, like, there's, they don't. They're not as often now, but you do get some that pop up now and then. Like, have you ever seen that the Kevin Costner on Open Range? No, that's really good. Is it? Yeah, yeah. that's as good as something like Unforgiven. It just yeah. be, probably once again, like we were talking before, because it's Kevin Costner. People went, yeah, mm. but it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Quick and the Dead. We'll have to get on with that at some point. Yeah, Sam Raimi. That's yeah, so loads of. Shady that's what I've heard that First it's a western. Person. It's a western, but it's yeah. it's because it's a, it's basically. A, I think a lot of uh, references to it were in Red Dead Redemption because it's about mm. a quick draw contest. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, uh, and Sharon Stone's the lead. Mm. Russell Crowe's in it. Gene Hackman. It's a weird cast. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, we'll have to. We should maybe do a western show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we always talk about them. Yeah, uh, the net. Oh, the net. Mm. I saw the Sandra, net in the cinema because Wiggum was a mad Sandra Bullock mark. Yeah, still is, too. still is. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I, th- I think. I mean, Christ! I went to see uh, while you were sleeping at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's hardcore. I just rented it. I just rented it. So that just shows how hardcore I was. I was like, ah, after Demolition Man and stuff. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah, the, the net. It, it's it, dated. Interesting. It's dated yeah, as I was say, I might watch it. To, I might see how it's aged because I seem to remember it was a bit one of them films where they're like we'll gun on the internet it's funny because it's like, 95 yeah the so first, it's pretty that's young that's really early mm. to be dealing with the yeah. internet yeah but it's, is it the internet though? yeah well sort of basically um, I can't remember the the kick off to it does she witness a murder or something? I think she witnesses a murder, or like a, a political murder, like someone getting assassinated. Or yeah, something. It's something like that. And basically, somebody like hijacks her uh, her life. Like, life yeah, yeah like, that's deletes right. it. Yeah. So they like get rid of all that so credit. They kill her. Yeah, yeah. they like expunging her from existence yeah. before the killer. And it's quite a, a decent idea. That's really, a good thriller. Like, yeah, yeah, good idea. Like probably a film that's primed for a remake. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. Than that. Yeah, yeah, I did enjoy it at the time. Yeah, it was not bad, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing yeah. it again, actually. Just yeah. see how it holds up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm sure there's probably going to be bits in that film where they're all, like... Making up oh, jargon. Like, yeah, and they're like, oh, we need to hack our way into the internet. And they're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> like, okay. Made by somebody that has literally never been on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> isn't there a thing? I was probably there's a bit at the start, though, where she, like, orders a pizza on the internet. Uh, and that was that was like fucking still years away, yeah, really. Yeah, like yeah. you can't order food on the internet. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. I took this in this category because I know we kind of normally do a Hong Kong category. There's not a lot for this year, really. Possibly rumble. But in the I Bronx. think even if there wasn't, if there was a load of Hong Kong film, I probably would have still kind of lumped it in mm-hmm. this category yeah, more because it was his like. Yeah, like broke him into America West again. Movie. Yeah, although it was very like Hong Kong styled and there is like a Hong Kong version of Rumble in the Bronx mm. which is like you know totally a bit different yeah, yeah. Um, I always say it's like an American film yeah it was, I think it was specifically designed to try and crack him in America again yeah. but without going to America and just giving himself over and then fucking yeah. it up again yeah yeah um, yeah Rumble in the Bronx is class it's though. still a lot yeah. of fun in yeah, it yeah definitely it's not yeah. it's not like a great film 
But it's yeah, it's not perfect. But action wise, yeah. Yeah. it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Um, the set pieces and stuff's great. And, you know the the stuff that we loved, like the uh, the the warehouse fight, like the way he goes to their base. It's still a really good fight. Yeah. yeah, all the fridge door stuff and that. And I've always loved the sound effects. They're really unique to that film. Mm. They all sound like someone taking like steaks and throwing them in a pile of leather. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's like it's police story type martial arts where it's it's fast as fuck. Mm. Uh, punches and people getting battered. Uh, yeah, yeah. That warehouse bit was just like prime Jackie Chan. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like everything you would expect to see in a Jackie Chan film, he kind of mm. pulls it out. Using for the West things, Mars. jumping over things. Yeah. I love the bit where he manages to jump through a shopping trolley mm. and come out the other side. Yeah, yeah. Like such a simple thing. Yeah. Like if you tried it, it would literally impossible. <laughs> you like break your hips or something. <laughs> but he like made it look like you could just go out and do yeah. it. I think there is yeah. one of the outtakes down where he's, he just gets, he gets stuck, stuck on his belt yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't. I always laugh about the memory of we used to always hit the kid. Firstly, oh, he's terrible <laughs> in the wheelchair. Yeah, when he gets the cushion chucked at him, and yeah. he's like, "Ow, yeah, not um, my cushion, <laughs> no, like." <laughs> Basically, I guess everyone was Chinese on set, and they just didn't give a fuck about the English acting. Yeah. So, like, they were probably watching that behind the camera going, he's doing a good job, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's doing a good job. He's speaking English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just didn't actually know that he could not act at all. because yeah, that's always the problem with those, like, type of productions where the main crew doesn't speak English, and they just hire English actors and go, oh, he seems fine. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we see the film and go, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I always remember as well there's a bit in that film when he's playing on like is it a game gear yeah Jai Chan gives him a game gear he didn't give him any fucking games yeah and he's like playing it like this is so fun it's yeah. like there's no game in it you dick <laughs> <laughs> stop acting <laughs> and always it just weird that it's a game gear in yeah. 95 yeah. game gears were long gone by 95 they probably just got it at a pawn shop wherever <laughs> yeah, they were probably. filming and were like oh that'll do yeah cheap enough yeah because that is the thing about it it's not filmed in the Bronx it's filmed in Canada and yeah. there's a bit where you like see Canadian Rockies in the background and say they're in New York <laughs> mountains <laughs> are in like, New why York why did you pick that shot <laughs> It's just Jackie sitting there with mountains behind yeah, him. Just say, they didn't just go shit. No. Chinese people won't know yeah. the difference. Yeah, but I, I do love this the whole like Chinese idea of what a a street gang in the Bronx would look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they look like fucking anime villains. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they go around in like fucking and stuff. little fucking buggies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's it's a. Uh, uh, it's a nice film as well. Like it doesn't go too gritty or anything. No, uh, apart from the guy who gets fucking. Put in a chip, like. And the part, well, I don't know, like the bit that the, 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 the cut down considerably for the American one is where he's getting the, the ball smashed in yeah. his face in the yeah, back alley. That's like the Hong Kong one. You're like, Jesus, how it goes on a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a shame you. I don't know, like you can't really get a, an ultimate version of that film, can you? Really, like there was one that I always kept an eye out for. It was like Taiwan or something. Mm. One disc was the American one. Mm. And the, on the flip, it was like a flipper, and the other side was like the Cantonese one. Yeah, but it's fucking be, impossible to find. Yeah, now. it'd be nice to own that, like, because mm. yeah. I remember we had it on like video, didn't we? The Cantonese version, I think. Quite a, like a bootleg, yeah. Yeah, and it was good, like, because yeah. those extra scenes were like the last and stuff on there. And I think it was a scene on a motorbike. It was weird, though, because I don't think ours was like from Hong Kong. It was something like. Uh, Oh, I can't remember. It was like Singapore. Yeah. Something. It was like old Cantonese language yeah. and stuff, but there was bits that like are in the Cantonese one that were cut out with that, like the bit with the pinball machine. Ah, uh, that's right. And yeah. The, uh, yeah, when they're smashing up the pinball, that was just gone for some yeah. reason, but I know that's in yeah, the... Because we, me and Kenneth used to be like, so did they just 
keep that back for the American one, but mm. it's just, you know, Terra Breeze cut different things. Yeah, different and, like, for some reason in that group, they were like, I find the pinball scene offensive. So <laughs> it was gone. Yeah. No, you can't, I suppose we can't not mention the uh, the weird trouser bit as well. Talk yeah. About regionalization. That, that's probably that as well. Yeah. Probably that's probably in the Cantonese yeah. one. Where but like, he whips the guy's naked ass with the aerial. In the American one. Ameri- but yeah. in that was he just whipped his pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were like, have the CGI pants yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> or did they, like, deliberately reshoot I it? I think they probably shot a couple of different versions. Yeah. yeah. Mad. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about Hong Kong films. When you want, like, the most complete version, it's kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. You would have to, like, edit your own version. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a good one with the yeah, 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 definitely. For, for, like, an american sort of half-y, mm, in-the-middle film. Yeah, when these films after that were more, like, always had in mind for an American market as yeah, well. Like, yeah. First Strike, Who Am I, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty good. And yes. Jumanji. Jumanji, couldn't not mention Jumanji, I guess. Um, very 90s film. Never seen. Never seen Jumanji? No, never, no. never fancied it. Even when, even at that age, I was like... Yeah, yeah it was a film that was, like, for kids and, you know, it, it, you had to see it, I guess, at the time to get the most out of it. I imagine, yeah. Uh, it's certainly not a film that's, like, aged very well. Like Monkeys, you showed us last time I was here, and I was like, what the fuck, really? Yeah, yeah, so, like, if you haven't seen it recently, just go back and watch it. The scene with the monkeys, like... It's like they're not CGI; they're more like crayon. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I was like, are they supposed to be photo? Like, are they supposed to be real monkeys? <laughs> Basically, yeah. I think they were. And yeah. I think at the time, I seem to remember people going, "God, it looks so good." And <laughs> it's it's like, like this is after Jurassic Park as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just I don't know. It, it's, when CGI was bad, then it was probably bad. Yeah. Um, good idea though. Uh, it is a good idea. Yeah, like you know, getting sucked into a board game and mm. all the rest. Or, or when that film, it's more the the board game comes out into their life. Mm. Um, saw the sequel recently. Sequel's really good. Oh, it's a good, yeah. Yeah. Um, with a rocking. Mm. Um, yeah, really, really good. And doesn't try to, like... It, I mean, it's a proper sequel. It's not mm-hmm. a reboot. Yeah. Um, it doesn't try to change the format too much, but it does its own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, good humour in it. And stuff, yeah, look, so. the tra- when, when the trailer's funny, yeah. you know, that's a good sign. Yeah. You don't need to see the first one, so if you ever wanted to watch yeah. it, you know, it's, it doesn't really... It, it kind of explains itself at the start. Yeah, it's pretty much explain it in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I think it's mindful that some people now wouldn't go back and watch mm. the first one. Um, but, yeah, Jumanji, you know, Robin, uh, Robin Williams and stuff. Yeah. Can't beat a bit I'll have Robin to Williams. see it eventually. Yeah. It's just one of those fucking 90s movies that everyone should see, I guess, you know? yeah. And of course, I gave birth to that, to that meme where whenever anything in the news happens, it's kind of out of time, just him shouting, what year is it? <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> yeah. um, what's next on the list? Cutthroat Island. I only put this on because... Cutthroat Island, because it's like a classic example of bomb. failure. Yeah. yeah, a bomb. I've like, never seen it. I just remember hearing that it lost. Like yeah. It was a stupid budget and it just totally underperformed. Yeah, they just went nuts with it. Yeah. And like, I, I have seen it, but I can't remember Dick about it. Until, like, recently, was it, I think, were you here or something, or, I can't remember, I seem to remember it was on the background somewhere, and I, I, what, mm. I was talking to somebody, and it was on, and I kept, like, looking over. No, I don't remember. No, I can't remember what, where I last saw it, but I saw chunks of it anyway, and it looks just dreary and weird. And I remember stuff. it looked weird at the time, mm. like, on the trailers, I was like, it doesn't look like it was made recently or something, no. it, was, it has an odd look yeah. about it, maybe that's just my weird memory. Yeah, and but. just weird casting, Gina Davies and stuff, like... Just directors, um, misses, yeah. Though. yeah. And it's just like she's an odd woman, anyway. Like <laughs> she's an odd woman. <laughs> well, just I like her. I like, I like her in, in uh, Beetlejuice and stuff like that. But yeah. I think she she pops up in weird films, mm. like t- totally wrong cast. And, yeah. Um, she's in like a 
like a sci-fi action film as well. I can't remember. Don't know the name, but there's another film she's in where, and it's just like there's not like the long kiss goodnight or something where she, the, she's like a, an assassin, assassin with amnesia. Samuel yeah, Jackson, maybe that. Yeah, maybe that. Where it's like she's just certain films she's in. She's just totally wrong for the role, mm. basically. <laughs> Um, whatever happened to Gina Davis though she retired she may have retired yeah I don't know I haven't seen her anything for a long time yeah, yeah. one of those actresses that just was like I've had enough it's <laughs> <laughs> so like Cutthroat Island was enough yeah oh, I fucking Cutthroat Island and there you go there's action yeah we, t- we covered Crime Frame didn't we yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we'll go over horror and sci-fi quickly at Halloween 6 oh nah. it's not very good no it's a shame because it was always the one I'd never seen mm. And then, like, Paul Rudd's in it. It's, like, Paul Rudd's first movie, I think. So I was like, oh, I'm looking forward to this now because Paul Rudd's in it. And I was like, Paul Rudd's awful this. Yeah, He's, good. like, he plays he, he plays the kid from part one. Christ. The kid just babysitting. Yeah. He plays him growing up. Uh, oh, really? And it's one of those films that has the theatrical version and then it has it had a bootleg for years that was totally different called The Producer's Cut, mm. which just finally came out on, like, they did a big Blu-ray set and that was the only time you could ever get it. <laughs> so I've never seen that. I've heard it's... Some people say it's better, some people say it's worse, but it's like Donald Pleasance. I think they had to go back and reshoot stuff. Mm. But like Donald Pleasance had died and like... Yeah. So the director just like edited it the way just... Basically, it's not supposed to end like this. It ends with like Donald Pleasance like realising something's some curse has been passed up. This is where the Halloween films go if you've never seen them. It's ridiculous. That's so smart. Yeah. It's like fucking... There's some cult called the Thorn Cult who was like in control of Michael Myers. <laughs> and then at the end, like, my, Loomis realises he's got the Thorn Cult symbol on him so he's in charge of Michael now. Or something oh, like that. God. But like, th- that's, that, that's the producer's cut, sorry. But in the, um, the article cut, it just cuts to an outside shot and he had Donald Pleasance go... <laughs> and then he dies I was like it's a bit fucking disrespectful it's something like that which is just, just dead, off, a really yeah. shit cobbled oh, together God. ending but yeah Halloween 6 not very good yeah I think you're in you're in danger you're in dangerous waters when you start getting like 5 and 6 really yeah, I'm not sequels. even a fan of 4 and people, yeah. some, some of the hardcore fans love 4 the, mm. some would say, say oh it's more like it feels more like the first one mm. and 5 shit as well yeah like plus uh, I've always felt Halloween was like they should have probably gone with the original idea and like made it with series of like stories. Yeah, totally. In hindsight, that yeah. way because you know people look back at Halloween three now and go, "It's actually a really good standalone film." Yeah, yeah, it would have been better because like Jason, uh, Jason uh, Michael Myers. It's not very multifaceted. Character, not really. really. No, once you get past the first two, yeah. even two was pushing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you know, Freddy and Jason, you can get away with it because it's like supernatural mm. and stuff. And you know, I mean, not that. Uh, Jason was originally intended to be supernatural, no. <laughs> but it ended that way. Yeah. Um, but, like, you can kind of get away with that. But with, with Michael Myers, like, he's just a nutcase. And plus, like, like, the like, early films, like, they had mystery. Like, you weren't sure why he went crazy. Yeah. And then, like, the remake, they ruined it by explaining too much. Yeah, and, like, exactly. You don't need to know. No. Uh, Lord of Illusions, Clyde Barker film with Scott Bakula. You ever seen that? No, I don't think so. It's not very no. good either. Scott Bakula. Yeah, God. that's weird, isn't it? Clyde yeah. Barker. It's directed by Barker as well, yeah. like Hell Reserve, with <laughs> Scott Bakula in the lead. Because this would be like the height of his sort of quantum leap sort of career, right? I don't know. We, did, we well, talked about quantum leap ending recently, didn't we? Which show was that? Was that 94, yeah. maybe? Yeah, I suppose. So. I don't know. Because he did, once Quantum Leap finished, he turned up in a bunch of movies, didn't mm. he? That Bruce Willis porno like, movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Whatever it was. I guess trying to break in, uh, mm. like, 
but you know, as TV actors often quickly find kind out, of struggle, don't they? They're yeah. not welcome, really. They're yeah. like, oh, you haven't really acted when so you're on the minute, you were on TV. It's not acting. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Really yeah. So not it's, proper it, acting. It's hard to break into that world. <laughs> I think. Not now, thankfully, because no. TV's more well respected than fucking movies yeah, these days. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I've seen a lot of illusions once and didn't remember. It was no. quite dull. Yeah, uh, Demon Knight. Yeah, Demon Knight. Just Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, Tales from yeah. the Crypt movie. Yeah, yeah, with um, bloody William uh, Sadler and Billy Zane. Billy Zane. That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah, Billy, Billy Zane, Zane, the bad guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's like the the hunter, the bounty hunter character. That's I right. Guess. Yeah, it's been fucking yeah. ages since yeah. I've seen Demon Knight. Kind of dressed up like a cowboy. Yeah. 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 Um, Not bad though. I remember really liking yeah, it at the time. Yeah, because it's a. Tales from the Crypt, the, the movie, is like, it's a short story, isn't it? Like, format. Uh, usually, I think. Yeah. Uh, there was the TV series, just Tales from the Crypt. And I think Demon Knight's only, like, the first part of, like, the Tales from the Crypt. Well, like, there's, no, it's just the one story. You mean in the film? Yeah. No, it's, they so just that, did Tales from the Crypt presents Demon Knight. And it, that, it was uh, just the one. They, did a, they did a second one as well. Maybe I had a tape with the multiple on, and that's, I'm getting... Like, episodes. Little, yeah, yeah, something. Because I just remember those, like a setting part to it or something because I, th- I think the plan was to do like just a series of Tales from the Crypt movies because mm. they did a second one which was straight a video and then mm. they didn't yeah, do any more that, that. Yeah. Yeah. but I'll have yeah. to rewatch that yeah yeah because it I there's somebody gets like he punches through somebody's head or something yeah it's got some quite out there gore in it, yeah, yeah and like it's crazy like special effects yeah and stuff, had a good so. soundtrack as well mm. I remember a good metal soundtrack yeah like Dead Crow type mm. you know like grungy I remember like Machine Head was on it and a couple mm. others yeah yeah uh, I put this in horror. It kind of is, kind of isn't seven. Yeah, thriller, horror. Thriller, horror, cop, yeah. 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 But seven's fucking, you know, what can you say? It's one of the better films of the year, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a film, it's a if, yeah, funny film. Like, obviously, Kevin Spacey, like, steals the, the, yeah. the show, doesn't he, really, yeah, right yeah. in the end. Um, I've I, got to be honest, I didn't like it when I first saw it. Like, no. no. I didn't I, see it for a while, to be honest with you. I think it was just one of them films where, like, I don't know, it was just, like, grim. It and is. I, I, <laughs> it's a very grim. Yeah, thing. and I just don't think I was in the mood for it when I first saw yeah. it, and it compounded it, and I was just like, oh, fuck you, film, when I watched it. <laughs> Cheer basically. up, man. <laughs> Cheer <laughs> up, film. <laughs> I just wasn't in the mood for it. I should maybe just give it a go again, but my memory of it was just, fuck off, at the end of the film, I just didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you still holding the grudge against Fincher for Alien 3 at this point? You <laughs> yeah, might Maybe, have yeah. maybe. <laughs> you fucking killed Newt! <laughs> <laughs> and then he guns and kills bloody... Thingy that plays a uh, can't remember her name, the wife in Seven. I always get these actresses. It's like Kate Blanchett could possibly be one of them. Yeah, Kate Blanchett, Gwyneth Paltrow. They're all like the same interchangeable person in my mind. People with hoity toity names. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, Seven. Not bad, I suppose. I remember like uh, Jamie used to. He was like a big fan of American Beauty at one point. Like loved Mm. the film. And uh, he'd never seen Seven, hmm. and he didn't know Kevin Spacey was the killer. Uh, and I was right. like, "Do you want to watch Seven? I think you'd really enjoy it." Yeah, and I was just watching him for the reveal. And he was like, <laughs> he just looked and <laughs> like, "What the fuck, really?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good reveal, that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely good twist and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, the, I honestly think though, this Grim is like the guy who's been starved for however long. The grimmest scene in that film mm. is the guy explaining what he made him do with that fucking bladed yeah, dildo. That's right, dildo that's such a good performance, yeah. disturbing as shit. Yeah. yeah. Cracking film. Where's mm. Where's It, the sequel? That's what I want to know. It, the sequel. It. <laughs> it. Uh, sci-fi, 12 Monkeys, another film I've never seen. <laughs> Have you not seen 12 Monkeys? No. no. Um, 
Yeah, I, I was going to rewatch it recently until I realised my DVD. Oh, you still got the old DVD? Yeah, the one that's in the glass case. Yeah, the Amory, yeah. yeah, dual case. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, and it's like. I think we we DVD player didn't know how to handle it, like my Blu-ray player. It mm. kept playing it and like you know, like when it's like in a teeny window in the middle of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, like really, it's not a. It's an early DVD. It's just an MPEG on a disc, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like I couldn't get it to go full screen. I kept changing settings and that, and I was like, and then I think I managed to get it like zoomed in, mm. and it just looked grainy as fuck. And mm. I was like, oh. I think it probably had like a twentieth anniversary Blu-ray. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. So you should probably give it. it look. From what I remember, it's it's like quite a clever story. Um, it's Terry Gilliam, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And like, it's not a film. It's certainly not a film that's like. And I think this is the reason why it flopped. It's not like a sit down with your popcorn and cheer at the screen type no, film. No, no, no. And it, but it was kind of put over like that. It yeah. was like Bruce Willis is a time traveler. He's back yeah. in time. And so people were like, oh, that's mint. And yeah. then they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I've got to think. <laughs> what an hour in, and it's yeah. all like plot holes. I didn't pay money to think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's good film. It spawned a TV series. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. it quite recently, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, yeah weirdly. Yeah. I think the the world of Twelve Monkeys is quite like popular and culty. Mm. Uh, like cult, like people get crazy over it and stuff. Yeah. Like cult classic stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. And Sad Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. Don't think I've ever seen it. Keanu Reeves on with Katano as the bad guy. No, yeah, I've not no. seen it. Yeah. Where the watch now? Yeah. Just, I remember going to see it at the cinema at the time just because Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And then obviously not knowing until yesterday, I was like, Katano was in that, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that's strange. Yeah, there's some bit in it that I remember where, like, because it's all futuristic and stuff, and mm. Katano's got, like, some laser whip yeah. that he just fucking whips the guy in half. I think <laughs> that might be my weird childhood memory that I've just made that up, but I think that happens. Because right. I honestly bad. haven't seen it since 95. Yeah. But yeah, I want to see it again. Yeah. It's just funny that, like, the only time, like, Katano gets roles in American movies is the boss of big corporations. <laughs> like, goes to the shell. I was like, did it watch Johnny and Martin go, that guy? <laughs> like, give him a flat chop. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, and Screamers, that, um, oh no, oh, we're talking about Judge didn't we? Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, Screamers, you've seen that, the Peter Weller post apocalyptic. It's essentially yes. like a Tremors type of thing. Yeah, I have. Yeah, because. It's just got him on the cover in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. His face, yeah. It's, a, it's not bad. Mm. I think I talked about it on the show when I first watched. Uh, when I first got Netflix, that was mm. weirdly one of the first things I watched. Because <laughs> I went, I always used to look at the box of that and just watch yeah. it. There's one bit of it that really freaked us out, though. Yeah. Well, like, there's some because people can turn into screamers, can't they? Yeah. And yeah, there's just some part where some like someone goes like, "Are you okay? You ready to do this?" I said, and they turn around, the mouth just drops like a big long, and it's yeah. fucking freaky as shit. Like, probably Polygate's too freaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's worth the watch, though. We haven't yeah. seen it for a while. Like, uh, refresh your memory. And uh, that's it for Sci-Fi. We've just got that's, one other for later. Uh, well, that's comedy. Let's have a look through comedy. Uh, sequel, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Yeah, I think we talked about it when we talked about the first one. Like, I've seen it the least. Mm. But it's still funny. I just, yeah. I would like to go back and yeah. give it another watch. It's like... Uh, a tighter sequel, a more mainstreamy tighter sequel. It's what I always remember, yeah, it was like PG, yeah. one of the, the other ones. The character was turned up more to 11 as well, like even more oh, so. Oh, yeah, because like, he was more, you know, more well-known then, so they were like, mug it! Yeah. <laughs> mug it up! Um, yeah, it's a good film. Uh, what can I say, really? Like, the, the it's more bit, the same. The bit I always remember, that I remember, like, me and my mum watching it on TV once, and we were laughing for, like, 10 minutes, is where the, the English guy's like, because he's, he's scared of bats. Yeah. And he goes like, oh, Mr. Ventura, I thought you loved all animals. And he just replies with, <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah, the plot of the film is like somebody's stolen endangered bats or something, haven't they? Mm. The guano or something. Or, I yeah. Can't remember, yeah. I also remember the way he gets uh, two spears chucked in his thighs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch them. Mm, yeah, I'm the first there. one. I don't own either of them. I mm. thought I did own the first one, but I don't. Apparently. Yeah, I think I bought them recently just because I fancied watching them again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Clueless that came up the other day didn't it when we were doing, playing a board yeah. game a question about Clueless yeah it's one of them random films where like you can write it off as being like shit and vapid and be like oh Clueless but that's the joke isn't yeah, it? yeah but actually yeah it's quite clever mm. and like there's a lot of like in jokes and self-referential jokes about it's kind of funny though isn't it like I think Paul Rudd's mentioned this before in the same year Halloween 6 and Clueless he was in what and like year? Clueless was his big break <laughs> yeah. and he probably was like fucking did that Halloween film didn't I fuck <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't want people to like research his name online and find that film. Yeah, yeah uh, I'll have to watch Clueless. I, my main memory of Clueless is one day in school. I think it was it was science. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, we don't have to do." It was entertainment or something. One, and they were yeah. like, eh, "We'll put a film on." What would you all like to watch? And they gave us two choices, and all the girls in unison shouted Clueless, and we just went. <laughs> I think we had a nap. Yeah, it was like why we're we watching Clueless yeah. in school. It was like the longest hour yeah. ever. But yeah, it's a, it's a good film actually. It's yeah. uh, like well written and. Uh, Kind of fits into like you know the the world of like uh, like breakfast clubby and mm. things. I think as years go on, it'll earn its place as like fondly remembered by 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 more than just certain people. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, a couple of cults cult classics coming up. Oh yes, Friday, Friday, yeah, which is great. Mm. Um, I think. Round like our age at high school, everyone had this like strange like phase of loving like black films, black exploitation, and just like the, like the urban like black movies, yeah, yeah like Boys in the Hood, Men of Society, yeah. Friday, yeah. yeah, it's had like a weirdly like. I was going to say, don't say black exploitation. Everyone be like, your high school was meant. Everyone was like, I'm watching coffee and shaft. <laughs> yeah, they're not quite black yeah, like exploitation. Afro's got really popular. <laughs> so Friday though. um Probably made us. I don't know if it made a star to Chris Tucker. Probably, I'm guessing this got him the role in Fifth Element, and then yeah, and it's, then. it's probably like probably like the role he'll be remembered for. Like, yeah, I'd say so. Like, probably this in the Rush Hour films. Yeah, you know? like widely, like mm. as a young man, like Smokey or whatever he's called. Smokey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good film. Like, it's yeah. uh, it's still really funny. Yeah, mm. I can watch it now, and it's still just as funny as the first time I saw it. And of course, written by Ice Cube as mm. well. And it, it's a good, like, story. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's kind of like a coming-of-age film mm-hmm. in a weird sort of yeah, way. Yeah, it's one of those, like, the day in someone's life where their life changes. Yeah. And like, all the films set over a day yeah, as well. Yeah, like, it starts in the morning mm-hmm. and the end of the film is, like, night time and everything yeah. gets wrapped up, yeah. yeah I remember, like, um, uh, Kevin Smith, I was watching a Kevin Smith Q&A recently over a podcast and he was saying that, like, he met someone and they said that... Um, Ice Cube loves Clerks and he said that Friday was just a black version of Clerks mm. and you can kind of say that really can't yeah, you yeah you yeah. can actually and of course gave birth to the phrase you just got knocked the fuck out <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out <laughs> which I think everyone said at high school yeah totally. <clears throat> a lot because people were getting battered every day in there. oh yes mall rats speaking again yeah um just watched this recently yeah mm. uh, I think we might, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show but yeah I think we briefly mentioned it yeah um, watched the like Blu-ray uh, version of it fucking hell yeah tell you what if you've not seen the film recently or you, the last time you saw it was on DVD definitely give it a watch on Blu-ray like I remember like the the special the anniversary version they did of the DVD looked really nice yeah. as well yeah, yeah it's crazy mm. I don't think I've seen it since like 
the shit DVD that I watched, where it's like just the DVD and there's no extra features. Oh, the one that's like full screen. And shit, yeah, the, the yeah. UK DVD. Yeah, um, just cracking. Like every, I appreciated every little detail of the film more because mm. it's all clean and HD and stuff. Mm. And I was spotting things that I hadn't previously spotted. Yeah, and like oh god, that makes more sense. I think when you see like comes with early films like that, you kind of wonder where the fucking tag came from. Oh, Kevin Smith's not very visual. Mm. And he's not, he's not like fucking, you know, he's not doing sweeping crane shots yeah, for no reason. But and all the rest. people like go on like his films are just like static two shot, cut, next mm. scene. And it's like, yeah. not really. No, no, not after Clerks. And like, yeah. the only reason it's like that in Clerks is because he's like, you yeah. know, it was made for $30,000. Yeah, it was just, you know, no experience, <laughs> yeah. just making it up on yeah. the fly. So. But yeah, after that, like, I think Mallrats is a really well made film. Mm. Like, considering the step up as well. From yeah. Clerks to Mallrats. Yeah, and like having like a couple of million to work with and like, that must be yeah. pretty fucking daunting though. Mm. You make yeah, an independent definitely. film, then you go make a film for Universal. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I think we've mentioned, but like you know, like Michael Rooker and stuff, and yeah. you know, all the elements of this film are just fucking really good. It's great, yeah. yeah. And it does, like, obviously, it's probably inspired by because of the thanks credits at the end. But it does feel like if this if it came out in nineteen eighty five, it would yeah. be a classic eighties film. Yeah, 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 definitely. And it was like you know, I think both the first Kevin Smith film I saw. I'm a Bob mm. Steve brought lent it to us, yeah. and that made us a huge yeah. Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, it, it took the characters, Jane, Sam, Bob, and, like, ramped them up as well. Made them know? more cartoony, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I always find it weird that the references in the company as well, like, Willem, mm. the sailboat, is supposed to be the same Willem that Mosier plays with mm. the beard in Clerks. Yeah, it kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, but he's like, he's saying, he comes with, like, says it's like a Willem of two worlds, like, bizarro Willem, like, it's yeah. like comic books and stuff. Yeah. I was like, that's a kind of cool yeah. way Because if you look at the, the world of Morats and the world of Clerks, doesn't feel it's supposed no, to be set the day yeah. before clerks but it's not the same yeah. at all yeah they're totally different tones yeah and stuff, yeah more that's brilliant yeah and like i said it, i had always pegged it i guess in the back of my mind as like a cheaper feeling movie yeah like, just because of the shit yeah <laughs> i think I, I might have said to you before like it always felt like it f- filmed on tape really cheap nasty 90s film yeah. like almost your DVD must be terrible yeah I think it, it just really is um, watching it like on Blu-ray was like fuck it's like a proper film <laughs> basically oh my god another time <laughs> so. we just did it again that's the third time this weekend we've done something in sync it's terrifying <laughs> we're just getting an update folks there on the PC trying to reboot itself another time were you doing Predator? Yeah, yeah me too. kind of, yeah. <laughs> like a sort of Editor. alternate version. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, a kind of, kind of family film next. I chucked this on the list. Just Casper. Uh, not because it's my favourite film. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to talk about uh, fucking Pullman being all like, from doing Independence Day hmm. to then doing this. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's just always a funny, like. Like the president. Yeah. To be like and, a daughter and dad. Yeah, and being all like light and yeah. like, hey guys. Yeah, it was Independence Day the year before. Or was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, no, it was the year after. The year after, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know, there's something weird about it. Mm. It just shows like the daftness of like the rules you've got to pull out. <laughs> um, but also, like, just, I don't know, Casper, like. It's just another weird film that, like, probably wouldn't be made now, I don't think. Like, I'm really surprised they haven't tried again, well, yeah, to be maybe, honest like, yeah. It's just because it was quite an old-fashioned cartoon oh, yeah, that's, by oh, this yeah, point. True. Maybe it's too like old Casper now. and yeah. stuff. I don't know, I just always remember... Th- it's one of the things when I heard about it, thinking, they're making a Casper film, what the fuck? Well, then again, it's kind of the same era. It's only the year after Flintstones, so... Yeah, true. They probably thought, Flintstones kind of work, let's try yeah, Casper. So. It, it was... It, this period was a lot of just chucking shit out the wall. Yeah. 
and seeing if it'll stick. And personally. unfortunately, you know, that's what we could use more of these days. Yeah. People taking a fucking yeah. punt now and then yeah. and just going, oh, well, let's give it a try. But no, I think that's what I mean. Like, I don't think Casper would get made now because they'd be like, mm, I don't know, like, it's a bit yeah, risky. too risky. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I've never seen Casper. No. Yeah. I've seen it. Uh, it's an alright kids film. Yeah. Mm. yeah not bad. Um, Get Shorty next. I've seen it. That's seen Get Shorty. Yeah. I thought you might have. That's why I put it on the no. list, to be honest. I know. I'm always surprised yeah. I haven't seen it yeah. as well. Um, I've not seen it in years, like, mm. but uh, I remember liking it. Like, yeah. We should maybe just do like, films like this on the show. You can like, do it, because they're all... It's like it's Elmore Leonard again, isn't it? Mm. So you've got Jackie Brown, Out of Sight, Get Shorty, mm. and one more, which is... is that, oh, Get Shorty's <coughs> over the rock, isn't it? No, no, no. no. Which one's more with the rock? Well, he plays a gay hairdresser. <laughs> I think that's based off of now. They did a sequel to Get Shorty, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. It's that one then. Uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, it's like one of Rock's early and like mm. you've, you've brave for him. Play yeah. like a gay hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, too, right. Yeah. What the hell's it called though? Yeah, I don't, because I don't think it's Get Shorty, right? It's not Get Shorty. It's like something yeah. yeah, Get Shorty, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, we'll move on from yeah. it then. Because uh, like I said I only took them because I thought, I'm pretty sure you'll have seen that. To be fair, I haven't seen the next two either. <laughs> uh, no, but I just want to chuck them on as an interesting, like, coincidence. Yeah, vampire movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dracula and, uh, we'll mention them in the same breath, like, uh, Dracula and Vampire in Brooklyn, uh, the latter being, uh, I think the Leslie Nielsen film. No, no, that's um, Eddie Murphy. Uh, sorry, the other way around, I meant Dracula being, uh, that's why it's on the list. Oh, it's Dead and Loving It. Yeah. Oh, right, I thought it was Bram Stoker's yeah. because I was like, what have we done that? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not, not, not Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Dracula is in uh, Leslie Nielsen, Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just like two two vampire films. I just want to mention the fact that like the vampire thing was still lingering mm. in the like, mid-90s, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like kind of weird like Buffy the Vampire Slayer was at a tight I guess around now ish 95 I think it ended in 97 did it or something oh no 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 no, no wait. I think it's it a bit start, later did not start in 96 yeah yeah maybe a bit later yeah, yeah. but yeah it's so, just around the corner though, yeah. yeah so just like the, the, I always think of it as like the, the decade of vampire shit the nineties, yeah. like sprinkled throughout the entire nineties yeah. they never but, go like, vampire movies never fuck off do they no I said after this they went, died down a bit and then Twilight came along mm. you know what I mean yeah, like, like it or not it's still a vampire film like what's the next vampire thing gonna be I wonder yeah. you know like and then of course day. there's stuff like True Blood as well on yeah. TV yeah. yeah yeah. it's crazy isn't it it's like a, a thing that persists yeah. through the, the generations I've always been curious about Vampire in Brooklyn though because fucking like Eddie Murphy Eddie like the Murphy. West Craven as well yeah yeah. Um, and it's like yeah, it's a strange film. Like, it's not. Of, it's not like dark a, humor. It's not a comedy horror. Is no. it? Eddie Murphy genuinely wanted to make a horror yeah, film. Yeah. yeah, but there is a there's humor in it. Oh, yeah. but it's just like yeah, it's very, not a typical Eddie Murphy no, comedy. No. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, oh, and I chucked it on just because to flesh out Father of the Bride too. It's the Empire Strikes Back of Steve Martin movies. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I said a couple of months ago. I was like, oh, about a year ago, I just felt ill one day, and I was like, I need something light. Oh, Father the Bright, that'll do. And I was like, it's Father the Bright 2 on here. Come on! What's the next one? <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with 90s Steve Martin. You like can't. Nah. <laughs> bless him. He's one of them guys that didn't quite make it out of the 90s, unfortunately. Didn't bless him. Along with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And of course, you know, they made a fucking awesome film together, both things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's forgotten about now, that film. Because mm, it, it was really critically praised at the yeah. time. It was like a comeback for both of them. Yeah. 
But yeah, no one remembers it's it. It's a movie within a movie as well. It's yeah, one of yeah. Films where they're really like good. trying to make a film. And yeah. Stuff. And we always like that bit with a guy that's like... <laughs> hey, watch this bus. It's <laughs> just a guy that face melts off. Yeah, <laughs> over the top of the that brilliant line of... Uh, well, he mentioned something slightly pretentious. He's like, what are you talking about? We're making a movie, not a film. Yeah. <laughs> I was like that line. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like an, an Ed Wood thing, isn't it, really, in a way? Exactly. I don't know if it's like, inspired by Ed Wood. He's a bit of a, like failed filmmaker never quite made it a career yeah. and then finds some schlocky way to make a film yeah. yeah and he's like just the like single takes and stuff yeah. you know all that sort of Ed Woody stuff where yeah. they're like it's totally shit but he's like that's great yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just doesn't have an eye for it at no. all basically um so yeah uh, do I have one more category or is it just the animation animation um, not much, but things worth mentioning, definitely. Uh, in animation, Toy Story debuted. Classic. First, first fully uh, like CG film. It does not seem that long ago. Is it 20, fucking, over fucking 20 years? Mm, crazy. crazy. I was, when I think about Toy Story, the thing that reminds me how old it is, that I had a, a game on the Mega Drive, yeah. Toy Story, which I loved. Mm. Uh, and I think, fuck yeah, that, that film must be kind of old. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had a game on the Mega Drive. It's a good thing about doing these reminds you how fucking old you are. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though it seems like yesterday. It does. Um, yeah, Toy Story, classic film, doesn't yeah, really who, age. If, if someone says they don't like Toy Story, I wouldn't trust them. Yeah, but... Hmm. Good night, buddy. It, it was the beginning of, of Disney as well, having, like being more enjoyable for everyone, like, not just being aimed at, like, straight-up kids. Yeah. Like, adults could take the kids to the cinema and also enjoy it equally. Yeah, because like you said before, at this age, what are we, like, 12, 13? Yeah. At that awkward age where I haven't watched Disney films. Yeah. And then you watch like, it and you go, that didn't feel like it was talking down to... Like, no. You know, it, it feels on on your yeah. level. Yeah. And I think everyone thinks that. Like, so, kids totally enjoy it. I don't know if it, it. that was because, like, it was done in computer graphics and they felt they needed it to, like, up... Up it, make it a bit more highbrow or something. Yeah, I don't, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, trying to get ahead of what's about to come. To yeah, because yeah. like you know, up till then, Disney, the Disney cartoons, they could be enjoyed by adults. Oh yeah, but I think they're you know strictly more aimed at children. Hmm. But like I don't know, like more adult jokes started sneaking into yeah. like the the films and True. stuff. Um, but yeah, Toy Story, great film, and hasn't really aged visually that much. You no. can, I mean, if you watch Toy Story one and then three. Yes, you can see the clear difference. Oh yeah, in, you but know, the progression. just one on its own looks great. Yeah, because, yeah. essentially because of the style. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. They didn't try and go. It's a very basic style that still works. Mm, just yeah. like figures that are like yeah. you know moving around and, and stuff. And it doesn't yeah. like you know usually things like that like it's human faces that give it away of how like yeah. it's aged, but yeah. you don't see any. No, you don't really see any till the second one day with the toy collector. Guy. Well, you, you see, like, oh, you see the bully and stuff. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it has a very stylized look yeah, to it that yeah. you kind of get away with. But you yeah. never see like Andy's mum or anything no. like that, do you? No, you just hear her voice and see like yeah. the, uh, the like the bottom of her legs and shit like yeah. that. What are they going to do a fourth one? Did I hear rumblings they're doing a fourth one? I wouldn't be surprised. It's a shame because I mean, three had such a good. Yeah, kind of rounded it off, like yeah, yeah. yeah we'll see. Yeah. Um, just again, like, people so scared of making something original, so they're like, make a sequel. And yeah. Pixar haven't got a good reputation with sequels, apart from like the Toy Story brand, really. Yeah, true. Like Cars 2 and all that sort of shit. Yeah. yeah. Finding Dory, it was alright, but it was a bit like. Mm. Yeah, something missing. Th- yeah, I think they're better if they just stick with original stuff, yeah. really. Um, so yeah, they got away with three Toy Story films, they probably shouldn't do a fourth one, yeah. right? Um, 
uh, Pocahontas. I just chucked it on just because it was a big Disney film. It was. I guess any Dis- hardcore Disney fans listening mm. are upset if I didn't mention it. Uh, personally, don't really like it. It's, it, it has a strange stylized look about it. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, which I didn't like at the time, and I, I recently tried watching it again. Was like, oh, I still don't like it. <laughs> so, um, Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Next, um, once again, it's been a long, long time. Probably twenty years since I saw the bloody yeah. anime version. Um, okay, just one of them things you've got to mention if you're you're talking about big things that happened in '95. Oh, really, yeah. like um, Spider Tanks and all the rest, and yeah. uh, and just more like. Blade Runnery stuff going on, like you wouldn't have the fucking Matrix if it wasn't for Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like thematically, like very, mm. very on point with the. It's always one of the things the name dropped of like when people were asking them at the time. It was always like Fist of Legend for the action and Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will have to get around watching the the Scarjo film, but I quite enjoyed uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I just was extremely bored with it. Like, yeah. the first hour I was. Like, I said, I just think it's a shame. I mean, they only could have made it now because of. This, the you know CGI and stuff, but yeah. it's just kind of a shame because it's a film that, like Ghost in the Shell, was twenty years ago, and then the mm. Matrix has become long since then. Oh, loads of films have ripped off the Matrix, and then you have new Blade Runner film, yeah. and then this comes along and like it sticks kind of close, I think. But you know, yeah. I, can, I can see people going in and going, yeah, like everyone's already like stolen it. It seems yeah. like you're only going to get anything out of it if you like anime or mm. you're really familiar with Ghost in the Shell in the series, yeah. and you just want to see a live action yeah. version. I was think it's sad when like. Because something hasn't happened, and then something comes along and does does it really well. Mm. The original thing that should have done it, and this will make sense when I explain it. Mm. Uh, the original thing that should have done it finally does it, and it's kind of like, oh, well, it's already been done. Yeah. And w- what I, I mean is, like, uh, you know, in the those X Men films, uh, the like first class film, or yeah. whatever. Uh, I think it's in the sequel, isn't it? The uh, Quicksilver, or whatever. The mm-hmm. guy that's really fast. Yeah. All those scenes where he's zipping around and it's all in slow motion. I always think, like, I bet your DC were well pissed because <laughs> yeah. they probably would have done that with a Flash. Yeah. And and really, the Flash probably deserved it more. Like a scene where he was zipping around and mm-hmm. correcting things and stuff. And I always yeah, think, true. like, it's weird when like. Just because of timing, something comes along and does it better. And like that's the Ghost in the Shell, and then the Matrix yeah. films and stuff. Yeah, like, kind of stole its thunder a little yeah. bit. Um, but like I said, though, it's worth a watch. Yeah. It's still visually uh, gorgeous mm. and shit, and it's just funny seeing like Scarlett Johansson and Takeshi Katano in a scene together. Yeah. It's like something you never think yeah. you'd see. <laughs> yeah. Bizarre, yeah, crazy. Like, even if someone was like, make just come up with a film, cast anyone you want, that that's still weird. Yeah, yeah. Scarlett is a crazy actress anyway. She's been in some. You look at her filmography; she's mm. been in some crazy stuff. Yeah, just like Under the Skin and stuff. And yeah, she's an actress that yeah. takes like, take, yeah. there's a chance to go. I want to do that. Yeah. It sounds Fair interesting. Dues to her, like, yeah, yeah, like it sounds interesting. It's not yeah. not just going. That's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've Wallace got last last up Wallace and Gromit. Uh, which one's thing. which one's a close shave? It's the one where Sean uh, Sean the sheep came in with. Oh uh, yeah, it's been the, fucking ages I've seen any of those. They're like uh, window cleaners, and the they come across some people that are like rustling sheep. Oh. And it's got the dog Preston in it. The robot, the yeah, robotic yeah. dog. That sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, total British institution. Classic like British Wallace. Yeah, animation. Yeah. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. Like. Cheese Gromit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, wasn't there like five of them in the end or something? I, I think, think so. Wallace and Gromit. It's quite a few, yeah. yeah. I think the last one was like, uh, oh, I don't know, was it? Oh, I can't remember. It's, it's the, the Were one. Rabbit one. No, that was like the penultimate one. There was one more after it, but I can't remember what the fuck it was oh. called. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I think we're kind of the end of our categories. The only thing we're going to make a list of films that weren't really fit in a category, but I think the only one that jumped out of it was Showgirls. Yeah, Showgirls, yeah. one of the most critically panned films of the decade, probably. Mm. And Paul Verhoeven like stretching out from what he normally weird does. Of Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, yeah, just a. I guess he just, I don't know, was he trying to win an award or something? He, trying to do a film about... <laughs> I think he got a couple, not the ones he wanted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. On paper, did it sound like he was going to win an award? He's know. like, oh, I'm going to do this film about this stripper. You that's... can't fucking guess what the fuck he's thinking, though. <laughs> oh, he's so fucking to be fair. unique. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, though, like, watching it, because I don't think I was aware of the hate of it at the time. I still remember just watching it and going, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I think honestly, if we watched it now, we'd see like the, the reasons why. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it does have some fucking weird dialogue. We're like, who the fuck wrote? Did someone put this through a translator or something? It's just <laughs> a weird, like yeah. totally unnatural sounding dialogue. Yeah, is who's is Kyle McLaughlin? Yeah. Is that yeah? That's He's right. Got that infamous, really awkward sex scene in the water with uh, Elizabeth. What's yeah, her face? where she's just thrashing around. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it is a strange film. And for that reason, that's why it's on this list, just to mention the fucking weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> so I suppose, yeah, just the weirdness of Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven directing a movie about showgirls. Yeah, strange guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only other one I had was Gonan, that uh, Katano movie starred in as like a, mm. he has a very small role as a hitman. Yeah. It's, it's a weird film that I never liked it that much. I've tried. I've like watched it I'm once. To I've tried to watch it again since. And I was just like, it's a strange yeah, film. Yeah, that's because I think because what I think I had a double bill. I bought these two films together and watched them back to back. And was like, oh. <laughs> it, what's the one where he's like, it's a samurai, but it's about like men sleeping together and stuff. Oh, um, Gohado. Yeah, I bought yeah. Conan Gohado. I yeah. know why that. I just I was in the G section. And yeah. I was like, I love them too. Yeah. And watched them back to back. And was like, oh. yeah, both films with like gay themes and stuff. Because there's a part where like Katana's character and yeah. Conan's gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so random that I just bought those two films together. Yeah. I was just remember like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, it's strange. I don't remember finding like Gohado that like like not like as hard to watch as Conan. It mm. was like it flowed a bit better. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a strange film, Gohado, isn't it? Yeah. About, like an androgynous. Samurai who have one fancies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's one they like that. It's like arty farty. Oh yeah, <laughs> friggin' the guy who did bloody like um, in the realm of the senses and stuff. That seventies yeah. movie where yeah. it was just basically hardcore porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, what else? We got a few things. Uh, he said Voyager started in ninety five. Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, the the beginning of the end uh, in many ways. Um, although uh, I don't know, I, as a Star Trek fan, I. Uh, I still it gave us what I needed yeah. like it, it was Star Trek yeah, Star Trek on TV every week it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was enough better now uh, but in comparison like I could easily count on one hand the episodes that I thought were truly good mm. um, and the rest of it is just like fluff to be honest like yeah. it really is um, like have, having like the annoying actually ironically I should probably thank it thank it for making way for like DS9 because um, Paramount basically just chucked all the money at Voyager and like Voyager in, in DS9 kind of I think Voyager started at about season 3 of DS9 so DS9 was like well in its stride at this point yeah. and then Voyager came along and like Paramount were like uh, you're the old toy now we're not interested yeah, I was going to say old toy and yeah. they like turned to Voyager and they <laughs> threw all the money at Voyager mm. and ironically 
because like DS9 didn't have the budget and stuff, it forced them to like come up with clever shit. Yeah, because like they could no longer have mad sets and stuff, so they they had to like write good stories to like to come up with good stuff, mm. and that's what gave birth to like DS9 being a good series. Pretty much, mm. that's my theory anyway. Like, yeah. um, but with Voyager, it was just all light and frothy, and they just had money to throw on stuff. And mm. um, but yeah, it's you know, it's earned its place, I guess. As as time's gone on, like it's pretty important Voyager and stuff. You should, tell, you should tell the Robert Picardo story, <laughs> just for people who haven't heard it before. <laughs> well, because the the one saving grace about that TV series is, is Robert, Robert Picardo yeah. playing the Doctor. Whenever he's in it, he lifts the the episode up. But and you said like, there's like he always has like his own episode. Maybe it's every season. Yeah. It's always the best episode. Yeah, like the the episodes that encounter me hand one hand that I, I truly loved like probably three of them four of them are like Robert Picardo centric mm-hmm. episodes so that's telling you something um, so yeah like when when we had the opportunity to meet him I was like starstruck like oh my god I'm going to meet Robert Picardo yeah. but then for some reason I felt it appropriate <laughs> to just admit to Robert Picardo that, that I think why just kind of shit <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, well, I didn't. I didn't outwardly just go up and go, "Yeah, Voyager shit." Yeah. But I kind of was like, "Oh yeah, we're just we're, we're watching Voyager at the moment. We're like up to season four. It's just starting to get good now." And he kind of gave you a double take, like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, like what? So you watch four seasons of it, you you think it's only getting good yeah. now? Well, yeah, yeah. you just like you know, it's just when you're just saying stuff, and like if you'd worded that a different way, it would have sounded fine. Yeah, if you'd have been, like, oh, I'm getting my favorite seasons. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, we have suffered through four seasons. Because <laughs> I think it's like, my opinion of that show is like, it's only like the last two, three seasons that are actually mm. good. But the first like three are definitely like canny bad, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Oh yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, but then in TV world, uh, Father Ted. Debuted, yeah. Mm. Classic Father Ted. You yeah. can't be Father Ted. Yeah. It's just... One of them shows that's like sadly too long, uh, too short yep. as well. Yeah, like, it's like forty towers or something. Yeah. Like. you wish there was any young ones. You wish there was more. Yeah, yeah, like when you buy the box set and it hits you how many there actually only were. You think, yeah. "Fuck!" I thought it ran for years. It's an absolute classic episode. Mm. I think of like a lot of people, the best episodes, the one where he's got to kick Bishop Brennan up the ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he puts it on the side of that. House. Yeah, that's yeah, so and when he remembers it, he comes running he back. Runs with his cake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although I always like the uh, the one where the They've got the car as the prize, uh, and like there's a particular scene in it where he like there's a bit of a ding in the side of the car. Mm. I think they've got a car that they're going to give away. They're running a, a prize raffle or something. Yeah, and the the car's been donated to them. And I think Ted drive takes it on a drive and he mm-hmm. comes back and he's like, oh, there's a there's a bit of a dent there in the side. And he's like, I'll I'll just hammer it out. And he's like, oh, you've You've, you've made another little dint there and even he's like well I'll just go at it from another angle but then like it cuts to them stepping back and he's like I think that's about right and then the car's just totally so fucked <laughs> <laughs> he's just been working on it for hours I don't think it up so as well where they've got to write a song and they my little my, is it my little horse or something oh yeah yeah it's just like up, Eurovision they're up all night smoking and drinking and stuff and they come up with some shitty song about a horse <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's a class series. It's the thing. It's one of those series that because it's not that long, almost every episode is is a classic episode. Yeah. And that's just because the writing's good. Yeah, it's like, yeah. There's no shit episodes. Yeah, I literally don't think there's a shit episode. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones with Graham Norton in are geniuses. Yeah, mm. yeah, young Graham Norton. Mm. <laughs> is that the one with the 
they're all in it, aren't they, when they go to like some caves and Richard Wilson's there and he keeps going, I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't have to buy them. Yeah. I've got some on DVD, but I don't yeah, have all of no, them. No, the, the, the box set's usually really cheap yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And fit it up, so, yeah. What else? was a few more TV things, wasn't there? Um, oh, actually, let's have a look. Let's pull out Dying. Hercules began. Yeah, yeah, Hercules put on the list. Um, yeah, Kevin Sobo. Um, I was, hero. You love Kevin Sobo. Yeah, I was a massive fucking Hercules fan, to be honest. Even Zena, to be honest. Sobo, Sobo Mark. <laughs> yeah, I was. So, I loved Andromeda, the TV series Yeah, as you well. did, didn't you? Yeah, you did love Andromeda. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, oh, I wish I wish like Kevin Sobo could be my older brother that, that looked after me <laughs> as a child. Um, uh, yeah, Hercules... Uh, hasn't probably hasn't aged very well yeah not really 90s. it hadn't aged well it. like three years after when I saw <laughs> yeah. one on Channel 5 I was like when the fuck was this mate <laughs> yeah well that's it it just looks like another God Sam awful. Raimi thing as well mm. he produced them him and Rob yeah. Cabot didn't he uh, Ted Raimi pops up loads in it and Bruce and Campbell Bruce Campbell yeah. pops up yeah. he, he, he got a spin off yeah it yeah. didn't last long I don't think so weird uh, but yeah obviously it did something right because it had a spin-off series Xena Warrior Princess yeah I always forget that Xena was yeah. a spin-off yeah. and it launched Lucy Lawless's mm. career uh, as an actress so yeah. yeah it obviously got something right damn right yeah. um, uh, but other than that things really, that ended the last thing yeah we're going to close on uh, DJ Cacho came to a close yeah. well, anyone who's not five. from either our age or from Britain will be like fuck's DJ Cacho <laughs> it's just like it was like a Saturday morning TV show that, but that ran weekly, like After every day. School, yeah, yeah. So to sum it up, it was like it was just a show with a bunch of stuff, and it also showed cartoons. Yeah, in it was the like of it. it was basically the buffer between cartoons yeah, and yeah. fucking it was power like engine, hand it? puppet. The, yeah. the, the main character, DJ Cash, and you um, could phone in. They had one of those great phone ins where you could phone in. There was a video game on the screen. You have to go left, 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 right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, but, 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 and it was like I would just, just be heading. Like yeah. I would not want to do that. There'd yes. be a delay and everything. Yeah. Just fleecing kids for money. Something that I guess like a thing of the time. Like you never get that now. No. <laughs> phone ins. Nah. Kids phoning in. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Ridiculous. Like people saying, "Oh, don't forget, kids, to ask the bill payers permission and all yeah. that." Crazy. Also, Crystal Maze yeah. came to an end. Well, came to an end, but surely it's been like it's come back. It's back then. now. Like yeah. they're doing it. They're doing like a. Well, I don't know how many, but they're doing like a celebrity one. It's Richard Ayoade from IT Crowd. Oh, Moss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking. I just saw a compilation of him. It's the people from Only Ways Essex, uh, and he's just fucking like looking at them, like yeah, just giving them cool. absolute shit for being stupid. <laughs> I've checked it out because I quite like him. Like, so. yeah, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's so dry. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit where like, one guy comes in and he goes, "Oh man, I feel, I feel like getting down on my knees and praying." He's like, "There's a there's a prayer room just up there." Is there? And he goes and walks off. Like, Stod. <laughs> have to check it out. Yeah. Um, but two things uh, we'll mention on the same breath, same, mm. co- same sort of theme: comedy, Bottom and Mister Bean. Yeah, two different those. kinds of comedies, but two classic British yeah, comedies. Yeah. yeah. Once again, bottom. There's only three seasons of that, and mm. only like six episodes a series. Yeah, it? like I, I guess because it was on TV so much in the UK, yeah. like you kind of just you assume, think it went for years. Yeah, like yeah. series, but now they just played the shit out of yeah. it. I mean, I don't know how many been there are, but I bet there's not that probably many not been. many. No, yeah, I think it's what well, it started 1990, but I don't think it was like one of those shows that was a guaranteed series every year. No, it's just something that was on all the time, and they yeah. just re- reran the same shows. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like six episodes per season and there was like four seasons probably. or something like that yeah most likely yeah, yeah classic stuff though mm, yeah yeah 95 not a bad yeah yeah all in all t- totally the year of action mm-hmm. yeah I think that that was 
clearly what was big at the time in Action the 90s. and weirdly, like superhero comic book movies, you had Batman, Power Rangers, Fist and Earth Star, Judge Dredd. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Just shows, like, themes do kind of just come back around, I guess. Mm, like, for all, like, for all we do talk about, like... At the minute, we always sort of joke about like every film is just a fucking Marvel action, he- action yeah. superhero film. But I suppose you kind of had a little bit of that going on back then. Yeah, really, the early like, days of it, yeah. yeah they were yeah. still figuring out how to do them yeah, at this point, weren't yeah. they? So, yeah, not a bad show, sir. Yeah, yeah, it's very good, very good. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, keep it real. Mm, and we'll see you in 1996. Yeah, at some point, definitely. Yes. See you doing a bit. See you doing a bit. <laughs> Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafufm. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.